Wednesday. It is the morning sickness. It's 545. My name is John. There's Brady, Brett, Big Dick Toledo. Uh, the morning sickness is here. And are you going out today? I am. He's heading out again this morning. More right. chances to win a car and uh, all sorts of stuff. All you got to do is get your cans out. Whip your cans yes, out. Yes, please do. All Brett wants. You bring down your cans. Loads of them expired. Whatever. No, don't. No, do we don't want your expired cans. <laughs> want your healthy, fresh cans to show up, and you might win a car. That's right. Ten of them. We need ten of them per person. Yeah. So bring friends. And if you can't make it, cash donations as well. We'll Ooh. get you in the drawing. All right, there you go. You want a Sanderson Ford or Sanderson Lincoln? We'll tell you where Brett's going in a little while. I forgot. It's Thursday. You're heading somewhere. You're going places, yeah. kid. Uh, so we'll get Brett out there this morning and uh, have all that stuff happen. I got an email last night from a guy, and I just laughed. Because I assumed he was drunk, and that might be the bigot in me. <laughs> uh, it says, I just want to say, hi, Holmberg, and love all you do and all the crap you talk. Keep it real, bro. I'm a Native American who is also a Ravens fan, and you're going to hold that against me, and I don't care. Not going to stop me from listening. But I am Hopi, and yes, Brett, we do have a problem with those Navajos, <laughs> mostly with land disputes. And yes, uh, the Navajo from Plato a few weeks ago wishes he was Hopi, because then he wouldn't have to worry about effing his family and his cousins. Jesus. I know. He could say the letter H, probably, but I digress. I don't know what that means. Uh, Brady, keep stroking. Bert, keep up with the laughs, because I love it. I feel the same way as you, Bert. They're all funny. I feel as a Native American, my humble opinion, I can rightfully say I'm a redskin, and I'm proud of it. Here's a new one for you. Hashtag, hashtag redskins matter. Half, hashtag chief I'll smack awoke. <laughs> <laughs> this came at uh, like eight nine o'clock. Like man, this guy just oh, screw this. I'm gonna tell Holmberg all about it. I'm in, man. By the way, from two weeks ago, that bothered me about them hopies. Yeah, Navajos. Yeah, he went nuts, and I just started laughing. And then I realized, am I bad because I automatically assumed it was a drunk, drunk. Indian? Yeah, emailing me for that no reason. Not at all. Brett says no. Brady says maybe a little. It's right in between. Very there. possible. <laughs> Very possible. Uh, it's supposed to rain tonight, so everybody's kind of excited that we actually have weather on the way, which is nice. Joints are hurting. And the good news about the rain, yeah, I get some joint pains. Like, ooh, my my trick knee. Uh, my, uh, the good news about it is that it's not supposed to rain till the evening. Which means day two of the very detailed and timely hunger strike will not get wet. Those kids can't be out there in their hunger strike and get wet. So hopefully after 6 o'clock when their shifts are over in the hunger strike uh, down at the Capitol, that they can get home before the rain so nobody catches the cold. It's the cold and flu season, as we all know, not to mention the, the COVID is still out there. I don't know if the rain helps or hurts that, but... Don't get sick, kids. If not, if it rains earlier, that uh, oh. capital is going to be full of WAP. Oh, there's going to be <laughs> WAP. Hungry WAP, Brady. You can't have that. <laughs> You're an hour or two away from their dinner and their hunger strike from 9 to 6. And then the rains come. I mean, this they've picked a poor week. They should have picked a better weather time. It's un- it's unpredictable in the winter. Week before Christmas. Don't you have family coming in? Don't you have to worry about grandma catching whatever it is you've got when you're rolling out there? It just What is that? Nine hours outside? Good Lord, what are they thinking? Oh, construction workers. It's a good time workers. to talk about it, too, because a couple of them might be up right now getting their hair ready for oh, yeah, their, no, for they their shift. Start, yeah, because they probably like one of the boys that's in the hunger strike, and they, they don't want to look stupid. Construction workers, can you imagine being outside for nine hours a day? Roofers, can you even imagine it? I mean, these kids, are they're putting it all on the line. All I did was read about these idiots yesterday and trying to find out more... 
what their goals are, and they're still stupid. Like everything about them. It's a long list. What is their goal? It's right. It's a long list. They want like every stupid thing you could imagine for voting. They want it like immediately. Like they they want to like they want to have election days last for months. Fifteen days. Yeah, they want a full fifteen days. Screw that. They want uh, felons voting. They want prisoners to be able to vote. They want to redraw all the lines to be favorable to what they believe in. Like they're like, not only do they want to stop gerrymandering, which is a real thing, they want to gerrymander it to benefit them. It only counts if they're like, we want to redraw the lines to where it would benefit us, not you. And I'm like, oh, well, what, when does that end? Isn't there an opposite opposite side that now is going to go down there and go hungry for eight or nine hours a day? And then I can't even imagine. And can't John, imagine. you mentioned how um, the voting process is, is kind of lazy to begin with oh, if yeah. you're not doing it. The, the stuff that they're requesting just makes it, it makes <laughs> lazier. It, yeah, makes it lazier and uh, lazier and lazier. More cooks in the kitchen yeah. is never a good thing. But man, I and I shouldn't say cooks in the kitchen to these people because they are <laughs> not nine not hours a day. Yeah. They're in a hunger strike. I hope Kirsten Cinema just lets them starve to death. Well, literally, that would be I'm pretty done. funny if she's like idiots <laughs> for the rest of their lives. They take a work day and they don't eat. I wonder if they go home. Until she gets here. (laughs) I have to get home and make sure I watch the last season of Stewardess. Can't be out all night. It's dark. It's downtown by the homeless. Yuck. Isn't that who you're trying to protect? No. There's people who commit crimes all over. You mean felons? The ones you want to vote? Yuck. No. Is that what that is? (laughs) Why are you going home? Because it's dangerous down here. Oh. So you want felons to vote. You don't want them around you, though. I'm going to go downtown. That's the avenues for crying out loud, that Wesley Bowling yeah. Plaza. That's right there in the avenues. He gets all the real uh, politicians have gone home. There's no more protection down there for you after dark. They're Six like, o'clock. we don't want to spend the rest of the night with the angry homeless that haven't yeah. eaten in days. Oh, my. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I know how it is, homeless guy. I haven't eaten since 9 this morning. I haven't eaten since the 9th of June. My God, he's on a strike, too. Nope. I will eat your ass, I'm telling you right now, baby. I'm barbecuing you. <laughs> That's going to happen. Uh, I can't help but mention this because as I was driving in, I, I checked the news to see that the world hasn't blown up on my way yeah. in. And I listened to Jim. And, and it makes me realize how different this show is and why it's successful versus others. Uh, Jim and his uh, partner, Jamie, on the, the KTAR News. And I know Jim Sharp. I know he is filthy and just, you know. It's just not the person that's on the air. It's just not. And he can't be. You know, he's doing his job. He can't He can't be the guy I know, uh, which makes it so people see through it. But then he does this thing where he said, uh, I like when it rains at night because I, I don't have to let my dogs, like, convince him to go out in that. Because, you know, in the daytime, they look at me like, I'm not going out in that. And he goes, at night, they don't know. So they go out. I think dogs will know. And he goes, and he makes a little joke. And he says, you do realize that, you know, a few generations ago, you guys were out living in this anyway to the thing. And I said, so it's just tough for me to get him outside. And then his partner, Jamie, goes... Same thing with my husband. And they both go, oh, 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 boy. Somebody's in trouble when they get home. And I'm like, wow. And then I started to weigh the things that we've been in trouble for when we get home versus that. And I'm like, if that ever got anybody in this room in trouble, there's no possible way we'd survive any any of it. Oh, the things we say on here about everything they're like oh my goodness that's and they wouldn't let it go it's like boy and then jim's like man that's the first time i'm ever glad i'm not you this is you said your husband won't go outside when you say oh oh 
You know how many offices are in? Did you hear Did Jim you hear this that? morning? I hear Jamie, Over and her, the line. Jamie and her husband are getting a divorce. Jim made it quite clear that that was going to be really bad when she gets home. She made some offhanded comment about not being allowed to have her husband outside. When I mean, she's it was uncomfortable. Let's just put it there. I'm like, Jesus, God almighty. There are still people out there who, who think that that's a thing. And then I remember Bob Brenly when he does... Uh, baseball broadcasts, and I love Bob. I think he's one of the best broadcasters. And all. In fact, I think he's the most fun to listen to. It's just the team he calls is the worst thing in the world to watch. But he does stuff like he's like you know he'll he'll just go whatever, happy wife, happy life. Yep. And that to me is the most insulting thing you can say, which is I don't really give a f- about what you think or say, lady. If you want it, just leave me out of it. I'm not talking to you. I don't care. But I find that funny, and also defeated to a point where. You're just like, I don't care. Do whatever you want. But this one, whew. Can you imagine, Brady, ever? If Ron ever said that about you, you'd just five across the face, right? Right in the public. Sometimes I have trouble getting Brady to leave the house to go out. <laughs> just start smacking her around. How dare you? How dare you in front of people? But There's a little code behind the Bramley thing. What, he hates his wife? Man code. No, happy wife, happy life. What's the man code on that? I'm here's, just how, here's how you keep him happy. That's how you keep doing what you're doing. Oh, he's saying happy wife, happy life because yeah. he doesn't like her. That's what I hear from that. It's like, I don't like her anymore. Uh, I can't divorce her. If she stays happy, I keep my money. That's basically what Bob Brenly's yeah. saying. He's not saying, God, I love when my wife's happy. That would be different. Happy wife is good for me. Whatever that bitch wants, that's basically what he's saying. And it's just a hilarious way to do it. But it is a defeated thing. Give her whatever she wants. And I can do whatever I want. It's, it's the Kobe Bryant theory. Just buy her the things that she needs. And now I'll, I'll be over here in Colorado with Yellow diamonds. Yeah. Whatever, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to keep her from talking to me. I'm happy with that. Yeah, but it was very funny because I listened and I just started to weigh all the times where we say something, turn it off and look at each other like, oh, yeah, you're probably going to have to answer for that one. That's, <laughs> that's a good one. You've had a couple where we've asked, like, is Medea going to be all right with that? Oh, she's fine. Usually she texts with a big fat, oh, you guys are idiots yep yeah. <laughs> all the time you have to have a you have to have a strong person on the other side yep. of this thing to understand at the case but oh my god did jamie west think she landed one she really thought oh i've really i've thrown a, a nuke into this situation and she's probably strutting around today going i've got a real acerbic way to talk about my husband i'm a strong woman uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did they did they wrap it up? I go, we got to stop this and get back yeah. to traffic every yeah. six minutes. We got to do some more traffic right now. Hopefully your husband's not out there trying to speed down here to smack you in the face, which you should. <laughs> it was just so soft, and they were, like, thrown. Uh, uh, is there any news about her husband killing people in the neighborhood? I was dying. Dying. And then I came in, and Brady was playing a clip from a show in San Diego that is uh, talking about dying kids because they're trying to get money from people. There's always a station in every market, multiple, that yeah. do those like Christmas miracle things. Yeah, you write a letter and tell everybody how your kid's dying and then you get tickets to do a leap. I something. think some of them might even just say, hey, why don't you use ours? I'm sure. Pass of them around. And the way radio works, I'm positive those letters are all from a from a place that, you know, like a service. Like the voice acting thing that they have or the War of the Roses? And I would like be happy oh, to be. Yeah. I would be happy. If somebody to. writes letters? I could write some serious, awesome, we should try I'm it. with my son right now. I should, he's, he's in hospice and he's he's not able to swallow his ice chips anymore. If I could get tickets to Dua Lipa in March, I think it, it's what he would want. Uh, it's going to give him a reason to live until March 
when I can see Duo shake her ass. Oh, we should send those into John Jane Rich. They'd read them. I know. That's, that's, we got to do it. The bad thing about that is, and I have to remind myself of this, it works. Yeah. But not with our audience. Right. Because they like authenticity and humanity. It works for the other ones who are afraid of everything. They think their kids might be dying anyway. Like everybody with like the, the worried mother is the John Jay and Rich one. The so Bigfoot you- audience. <laughs> they believe in Bigfoot. Uh, I don't know. The ghosts. I was, was going to say the single spirits. moms. Spirits. Single moms. The spirit thing probably goes into the John Jay. I don't know about Bigfoot, but that's pretty great. <laughs> if all John Jay and Rich's single moms and bedazzled jeans also we believe in Bigfoot. We should do a Bigfoot. survey. We should, I, you know what? I'm speaking just on the thought. I can't imagine it, but you might be right. They're not bright. Mercury is moving like crazy. Yeah, I, that could be. It's in retrograde. It's not. They don't know. They're, that's what I picture their audience. Yeah. Doing, but those letters work. I'll take the Bigfoot thing back. Maybe. Yeah, I would imagine there's a few Bigfoot ones, but I think it's whatever the the, <laughs> the smart person in the house is telling them whether or not to believe. So it would have to be yeah, that's a different guy, crew. too. Like, I can believe John Jay believes in Bigfoot because... Come on. This dude. He's not. not there was an article out the other he's day. Not, he's not home. About the 67, 1967 film, the original one where you see him running across. Oh, yeah. The, and they had experts analyzing the gate. Right. It's uh, it definitely was not made by a human. All right. So it's probably dead by now. Where are the other <laughs> According ones? Where are the bones? These experts. I, I say that to Bigfoot believers all the time. Where are the bones? You haven't found, we got dinosaur bones, millions of years old. And if you ever present that to a Bigfoot, like I've talked to real Bigfoot believers, right. and they want to argue with me. You actually know a real one? Well, no, or have run into are two okay. different things. Because <laughs> say you got first you got off, some strange friends. I'd never be friends okay, with somebody all right. I, immediately. I could find you to be the most charming individual on the planet. Be like, man, this guy might. Be, he's on a fast track. He's in the top ten, and he's moving up with a bullet to being one of my best friends. And then he breaks out that. And I also am a fervent believer that Bigfoot is real. It's immediately the friendship has ended. Goodbye. It is over. That and ghosts, ghosts affecting them. I can, I can, I'll give you the ideas. Like, yeah, maybe ghosts. Like somebody who's on the fence. Like, I think maybe ghosts could be real. I don't know what we know, what we don't know. And I'm like, I can live with that. But somebody's like, no, ghosts not only are real, but sometimes they move stuff in my house. I'm like, all right, we cannot be friends. You're unpredictably crazy. But Bigfoot people. And flat earthers are exactly the same to me. But Bigfoot people, uh, they, I had a guy chat with me about it. One of our, imagine that at one of our station events. And he started to tell me, I'm like, where? He goes, you really don't believe that there's possibility of a Bigfoot? I'm like, no. Where are the bones? Yeah, if, it's, I mean, if it's you come Washington. down to an animal expert and say, is there a possibility of a new species out there that hasn't been? De- yes, but the odds of that being a Bigfoot. And not, and not being discovered yet. A new species that possibly is microscopic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like something little. Like, oh, wow, they found a new bark beetle in, right. in Washington. The Washington area has had people in it for a long time. If there was Bigfoot, there'd be more than one. Yeah. And there'd be multiple. And you'd find some bones. And then so I, I presented the idea. Like, well, what about bones? Like, you never, like, if Bigfoot's been around, he's not new. And he's still current, so he's been a thing for a while. What about the bones? Because we find dinosaur bones all over the place. All over the place. And we're, oh, you can't prove that. Oh, for Christ's sake, I'm talking to the dumbest man in the world. You're going to argue against everything just to make Bigfoot real. And then you just put your hand out and say, it's been a pleasure. We will never speak again because you are a retarded adult. Goodbye now. And then you just walk away. Bigfoot buyers. And there's nobody out there who really believes it. There can't be. He'd get loose once. Like, Bigfoot, 
would get if he's that wise, wouldn't he start his own little civilization if he knows not to wander into somebody's trash? He would be if coyotes come down in the city because most right. animals when where they're the hungry. food is yeah. And Bigfoot would follow them because oh, he probably yeah. eats coyotes. What's his diet? We don't have one Bigfoot, one piece of Bigfoot information. Oh, I hate the Bigfoot people. I don't know who I hate more, the the, the ghost people or the Bigfoot people. What about Loch Ness Monster? Uh, that's people? not, that. those are Scots and they're idiots. And they know that that's just a tourist attraction. <laughs> that's turned into more fun than anything. There's a handful that's still. And, and the Loch Ness Monster is funny because it's like one. Like if that Loch Ness, which Loch is just their... Lake. They're choked out, gross way of saying the word lake. Have a damn look. Oh, God. We clear your throat and say it like a human. Look. Look, Ness. Nessie. If there was a Loch Ness and she only lived there, there'd be multiple, at this point, like thousands of years ago. Like she's dead. No, she lives. And I'm like, what is she? She's a a god of some type? Aye. All right. You're an idiot. (laughs) Aye. She's starving. That's the. Least amount of fish I've seen in a loch. She's immortal. On this ugly ass loch, no houses about. Nobody wants to live on it because it's grey and disgusting. And a monster lives about. Has she ever hurt anybody? Or no. Oh, what does she do? She pops her head up at great distances while I have only a grainy photograph. <laughs> That's all I can get. They have a, a 1962 Kodak at the uh, gift center. Yeah. A replica. <laughs> we have sonar. We found the goddamn Titanic. Yeah, exactly. It's a lake. You'd find her. No, she's got little dens she hides about. Well, pockets. you know you know where the pocket, pockets you, you know exactly where her pockets are and you can't find No, the pockets go deep to the cool of the airs. <laughs> You're all retarded. Eat your mud. <laughs> Shut up and eat your mud. I'll eat all this mud mud. You're the you're the idiot. You're the non-believer. I will bill your heat. Okay. Keep with your Gaelic nonsense and just move about the looking for your dragon. That's real! Okay. This is why your country always fails, Scott. Because you go back to that stuff. And your biggest hero is... William Wallace, William Wallace. rode Nessie yeah, to a battle. You know, they fought each other. They fought each other. You know Nessie was with England for a bit. And she come out and she said, for the king, you do it for the king. And William Wallace said, I don't do anything for that man. And they fought for hours. It's legendary. There's pictures. They drew them. Aye, there was a tapestry made. They put out a tapestry. They didn't just tapestry. You didn't tapest anything back then. It had to have happened. Ghosts, Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot. What's another deal breaker for Bermuda Triangle? Bermuda Triangle, Flat Earth. What about the uh, people that think the Mothman landing in West Virginia? The moon landing's fake is a tough one for me. Because <laughs> I think the first one was real, and then I then I see their point. I start buying into that. That one makes sense to me a little more. Like, I think the moon landing was very real. Mm. I think two or three of them were very real. Then I start to wonder. India still can't do it. China still can't do it. But they can fix a laptop like nobody's business we, if they're at Dell Tech support. Yeah, we're all, as far exactly. as the technology. We're always told we have more technology in our phones than they had for the first moonshot. Right? Yeah. And other countries are still begging us, hey, can you get us some info on how to get to that moon? We're like, nope. And that's when I'm like, did we really go? Because wouldn't we share that incredibly we're, we're lucrative that information? Us. We are. India has gone on TV. And screamed out, no one will help us, and we can't figure out the last few steps. India's dying to go, and we don't want them up there. 
We, I have no clue why. There are other, and why wouldn't we share it with Japan? Who wants to go? They're our friends. Like, there's groups that were like, why wouldn't we have to? And we want to build because we don't want them getting up there building first or finding something we didn't. But we don't go anymore. And we don't let anybody else go. So I start to wonder, did we really go? That one gets to me because there's some questions that make me think, why don't we still do it? I understand. Maybe we've just raked it for all it's worth. Why do the other countries all of a sudden say, well, America was there? That's never happened before. The United States went, so we're not interested anymore. That makes them want to go up more. And now we're doing space rides. Yeah, yeah, it even more. yeah. But, I mean, th- does it make sense to you that, like, other nations would be like, all right, what'd they do? It, it would make me more curious if I was in another country and they won't give me the info to get up there. It was just, uh, and it was Russia and us battling for right. a little bit. It was a money battle. Yeah. And we had to win it or Russia gets all the the future deals for, you know, contracting and money and techno- they're the technology supermen. So we figured it out before them and then they went broke. And we said, all right, we don't do that anymore. And then the next big thing that we did was a shuttle that went around the Earth a bunch of times. Like, what? That's less than the thing we did 10, 15 years ago. So the, the moon people? You give them a little leeway give them a on a little one. credit. They can't go crazy with it. They can't have, like, answers. And it was filmed in a Tucson studio. You can't start going down that road. Yeah. You have to have a bunch of question marks. They're allowing suit. it, uh, the international side of the space station. But they're yeah. still keeping away from the moon for some reason. They're not even close to the moon. Yeah. It's only like 100 miles away. It's not even that far. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. But why in the world won't we share that with like Australia, who'd go to the moon in a heartbeat? Like, no, nah, you guys got no business up there. And they can't figure it out on their own? Nobody's figured it out? Not one place has gone, we went up there too. None? Maybe they've passed around. You know, there's been so much stolen moon rock. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. Maybe. There's nothing up there. You know, you know who I think would be up there before anybody else is that Mexico. Not one person seems to want to stay in that country. I think the moon's a better option. They'd make it up there, too. We don't want them up there because they will build a civilization. It'll be like in three days. They'll have all sorts of houses and trenching and definitely a sprinkler system. If there's one mention of a nugget of gold. <laughs> well, if there's Everyone money, would up there, be sure. up there. But that's the thing. We came back and told them there's no money. There's up nothing. There. There's something. But up there's there. something up there. Or we would tell them how to get there. We just have to figure out how to mine it without being obvious. Weird. The moon thing, maybe. Brett, you bring that up, and I yeah. start going a little crazy myself. But I'm not gonna. Got questions? But I'm yeah, exactly. That's all I got. I got questions. I'm not gonna sit and tell you I don't think it didn't happen. But I have to think it didn't happen as much as we we say it did. Now, I think after about four or five, just to rub the Russians' nose in it, we're popping those things up there every couple months. Eh, we're up at the moon again, Russia. What are you guys doing? Still failing? That's cool. I think we were just rubbing their nose in the fact that we figured it out first and then couldn't stop going. We go like eight or nine times. I don't know how many times. There were a lot of guys we got up on the moon. And then we just stopped. That's enough. Enough moon for everybody. The whole world doesn't need the moon anymore. And our human exploration curiosity died. Now it's Mars. Is it? I know we're it's talking. Like well, saying, yeah. I don't think anybody else there's wants to go there. with that, and the, there's more talk about colonization. or Sure, on a planet that doesn't support I life. Know. Brilliant. But that's, uh, India is the one that's like in on all the Mars stuff. We, did, we worked on the, the uh, we definitely have the technology to get you to Mars. I'm like, you guys can't get to the moon yet. What's going on? I don't live there anymore. I live in the place to go to where you skip a step. You got to go to the moon and then you can go to Mars. People but. don't realize there's a, already a call center set up in Mars. Oh, yeah. Thank you for calling. What do you live on? The Sea of Tranquility. That is on the moon. That is not my jurisdiction, but I've been and it is beautiful. Thank you very much for calling. Would you like to go to Mars today? <laughs> yes. Okay. 
We need $1,400 billion in 88 years of your life. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, they skipped a step. But I always found that weird. I always found it strange that all the other nations and human curiosity, which is the only thing we all have in common, is a explorative kind of curiosity. We want to know. And all the other nations are like America did it. That's good. Thanks for the reports. What? Maybe hoping that we'd go broke. Well, they Expensive. thought, we well, that's the whole reason we did it, to yeah. break Russia trying. We knew Russia was, we didn't know they were as bad as they were. Ten years later, they're not even a place. And that goes right back to the space race. They spent all their money trying to beat us. And the winner of that thing was going to win the world. And we clearly did. England doesn't want to, like, hey, can we get a ride to the moon? Can you send one of our guys with your guys? We'll even tag along. Nope. We're not going anymore. It's weird. But look at our credit card now. Yeah, well, that doesn't matter. We're still a place. <laughs> We didn't break down into like 600 different spots, although it could happen. Not good. We got good debt. We got quality. Yeah. $30 trillion of good debt. Like millennials, we're, we're not going to pay it back. Don't worry Nobody's about it. Nobody's going to pay it. Bernie will take care yeah. of it. We'll just pay off all the national debt with trips to the moon. Who wants to go? Yeah, so it's to me, that's a thing. But Loch Ness, ghosts, hunger strikes, dead. Those are the, those. I bet you those people down there at that hunger striker, Nessie, ghosts, Bigfoot oh, believers, yeah. not a one of them is smart. They think they are because they studied up on voter rights. They're making a difference from 9 to 6. If you want to go down there and watch them starving, it is tough. I mean, Auschwitz, nothing on these kids. You see their skin and bones from 9 to 6, walking around, moving anvils. It's like Schindler's List Part 2 over there. It's Schindler's List from (laughs) 9 to 5. It's Schindler's List 9 to 5 with Dolly Parton (laughs) and Liam Neeson. We're going to starve ourselves from 9 to 6, Dolly. It's going to be amazing. I'll tell you what, Mr. Clark. Listen to me. We're hungry until 6. Then we all meet at the payway. It's going to be a tough day. They tie him up. Starving 9 to 5. What a way to make a stupid point. Yeah, I just don't understand it, but I've been laughing all, all day yesterday. I'm reading about him. I'm looking at I want to drive down there and just and just eat. And laugh. We should. We should, I, do we lunch should do. Down let's there. just let's go have lunch down yeah. here today. What do you say? After the show, we'll pile up. We'll go down there. I got to do my dog thing, and then we'll go down after and grab a pizza and hang out. Get a pie and go to Wesley Bolin and just pizza. Good. You know what we'll do? Good visual. You know oh, what yeah. never happens at Wesley Bolin Plaza in front of the Capitol? A group of dudes going, "Hey guys, thanks for doing your best in there. Uh, yeah, we all think you suck as politicians, but you know what? Can't be easy. We're just gonna have lunch on the thing and give you a thumbs up today. How dare you guys? These people are making a mockery of our nine to six hunger strike." Sit out there with lawn chairs and stuff and just chill. Let's do it. Are you eating a pizza with pepperoni on it? That smells nice. You have pineapple on yours. That's that's an affront to God. I'll I'll go down there with a three-pound block of tofu. Yeah. Your griddle's not mobile anymore, but we could go down there with your your griddle. Oh, man. (laughs) Start frying up some nine-to-six hunger strike. I just don't understand the world. I'm not in touch with the earth anymore at all. I just... I look at all of it and I'm just like, really? And it gets attention, still to me, but I like giving them attention. I want to I wanna put a spotlight on their stupidity and absurdity. Hunger strike from 9 to 6. That's hilarious. Put I, the word out. Maybe we can get the 30 food trucks down there. Just Oh, just if you're a food truck, just... With <laughs> your little weird food truck horn. And they go home because it's dangerous at night. The people they're trying to help are out. <laughs> felons are out. Yeah, take your... You you really want everybody on the light rail to have the same rights as you? Oh, my God. You're insane. I don't. 
I want to keep a close eye on almost all of those. Like 80% of the light rail riders are who they're going to benefit. And I don't even know if they know how to vote. Can my imaginary dog vote too? Yeah, okay, whatever. Just get away from me. Creep. Uh, it's 613. Let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. I'm going to go have a snack. All right, there you go. Now I'm in moon talk with everybody. It's uh, some good points being made. Not necessarily by uh, Chris Havel, who emails and said, I heard a conspiracy theory that said we went to the moon and were pretty much told to go F ourselves by the thing that lives there. <laughs> not one I've heard yet. The, the moon is not uh, man's to explore. So I believe Bob Lazar when he says we have captured alien craft and the law of averages say we're not alone. But I don't know about any of that theory. Personally, I think space... It's like Tucson. It's space Tucson, the moon. Boring and useless. Why bother going off the Christian ride? I agree with that space Tucson thing. Kevin Leach makes a good point, and I think he's right. Focus on the moon landing only happened because of the Cold War with Russia. It was an object we could see and chase, so we went. We raced to it. As soon as we went, interest waned. Then it turned into government not wanting to spend money. I know why we're not going. I'm just curious why no one else won't. Somebody else could be like, we did it too. And I guess after, I mean, since when is it? Amelia Earhart is still celebrated. Dudes did what she did like 600 times before she finally did it. Yeah, but they funded it themselves. Well, I'm just saying, that's the point. You could get money and all that. They're billionaires in India. You could get something together. I mean, there's... It's just not not powerful enough for them to say just because we're up there. Right. I mean, Edmund Hillary climbed the mountain. Their priorities are different. Yeah, Edmund Hillary climbed the mountain. Well, they want to though. That's yeah. the difference, and then and nobody else could figure it out. That's the difference. But Japan, you can't. Well, India, I don't. China, I'll say China's I don't think they do. Well, why would their government go on our television and say we would yeah. love to go to the moon? Helps out. And we're like, no. I mean, that's not something I'm making up. That's on documented. your on your dime. Well, they would probably love some help, but I mean, we asked for help and got it. So we're yeah, just sitting in there a TikTok all Instagram world. You'd think that all these places would want to be Absolutely. up there. Absolutely, with doing a, a Facebook exactly. Live. Like it would be a, it would. Be, it's just to me, it just seems strange that we're not even like no one's interested, and and all other firsts. Either all, they know it's a complete bust. Tell me what a dumb country would be uh, sitting there going, well, we have no interest in exploring anything. Of course they do. You want to prove your, you want to flex your muscle a little bit. Go look what we just built. And India had that one all set up. They had that rocket that was ready to go. They just need a little help with some extra stuff. We're like, absolutely not. Figure it out. They can figure it out. I just don't understand why. Well, you think about, I don't know, when it comes down to, you know, annexing the earth and all that stuff. There's so many places on earth that haven't been discovered yet. People what? don't realize. We know, know, you like John said, deep. you can't see those. Everybody in the right. world can see the moon. You have to go yeah. deep into the... And, and, you know, hopefully there's a benefit to it and whatever. But the moon's right there. It's like, can we get there? It's pretty neat that we did. I don't know. I'm in moon talk with people. I don't know how that happens. Oh, moony. Uh, Bert's going out this morning to the Black Rock Coffee Bar. And he's going to the one in Mesa. Gilbert and Southern. Uh, right next to Action Ride Shop. It'll be a good spot. Uh, he's got uh, a whole deal with Operation Santa Claus. We're doing this right up till we're out of here next week. I think next Thursday's the last one. So Operation Santa Claus is going on. Obviously, the Christmas charity from Sanderson Ford, Sanderson Lincoln. So if you bring 10 cans of food, hey, all you hunger strike folk, you got 19, uh, what is it, an hour and uh, 20 minutes before you got to get down to your hunger strike. Yeah, get out the temptation. You're, yeah, you clear out all those cans from your, your house and take them over to, to Brett and get your Black Rock coffee 
to stay awake for your giant nine-hour hunger strike, your daily nine-hour hunger strike on Gilbert and Southern. So you go over to Black Rock Coffee Bar. The best part is very socialist kind of behavior. You drop off the 10 cans of food to help people, and you might win a Ford or a Lincoln from Sanderson Ford and Sanderson Lincoln. Pretty cool. One or the, There are two of them. A Black Rock Coffee Bar uh, also will give you a, a classic drip for 98 cents if you head over there and drop off some stuff. You don't have cans? You're canless? You're an A-cup? Come on down with some cash donations and we can help you out with that. Black Rock Coffee Bar, fuel your story. Uh, Brett's also going to have Ghost and Volbeat tickets. Uh, he's out there this morning. Should be getting there in about 20 minutes, 7 to 9 o'clock. Gilbert Road in Southern, uh, and you could win a car. That's pretty sweet right there. I think winning a car is a good deal. Uh, also, uh, it's time we start. Look, as rough as I am on the uh, Phoenix Mercury, it's time I start becoming equally as rough on the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, the Phoenix Coyotes. I got that, too. You got this. Uh, Phoenix, Glendale, Glendale started dating a hot local drummer. They basically, this guy's good looking, he has potential, he can play the skins, he's good, but he's still a local drummer. Eventually, he's just going to end up on your couch. He's a local musician with skills, but the second things don't work out with his girlfriend, he's going to start sleeping in your house, and he's not going to pay for things. The Coyotes look to be that. That, you know, hey, baby, it's just build me a house. We'll be good. I'll take care of it. I promise. Are you sure? Oh, man, we're going to have people flooding all over. I got, trust me, I got, I got this new kit. I got new amps, I got new subs, I got all sorts of new stuff, man. I got a new axe. Uh, the band is about to pop. We're ready to go. All right, if I do this for you, promise. Man, you don't have to worry about a thing. So about 15 years ago, Glendale, the girl, built this place for their local band drummer and said they, they tell me that things are going to work out. 15 years later, and it has been that long Rolled since Rolled it out for oh, Pretty man, nice. Beautiful. I mean, gave him a beautiful smoking place. deal. Beautiful place and said, look, I know you don't have any money up front. We'll cover all that. Will you pay us back later? You know I'm good for it. Once this song hits, and trust me, we're huge in Prescott. Once this song hits, we're going to run. And it never took off. Now, you've got a 46-year-old dude who's still trying to live the 25-year-old dream, and he's living dead beaten on the same land you gave him. And the bills are due. It is. I hate saying this, but I've said it about the WNBA. If you're constantly being propped up by another thing, your business is a failure. The Coyotes have failed long enough to the point where we have to start thinking, shut it down. It's not, and I, look, Coyote fans, I'm with you. I I want hockey to thrive here, but let's be honest. It isn't, and it hasn't, and I don't think it's going to, at least with this group. It looks like it's in the wrong spot. Well, we knew that going in. We knew that they 15 they years ago. To make they can it work. think all they the want. The hot girl had a nice house. The hot girl had a great deal. <laughs> She's kind of far, but that's cool because I got my days free. Like, this dude is the deadbeat drummer. And she's going to pay my gas. Yeah. That's it. It's a fact. Well, that's the old joke. What do you call a local drummer who just broke up with his girlfriend? Homeless. Uh, December 3rd, the Arizona Department of Revenue uh, filed a tax lien in Maricopa against the Ice Arizona Hockey LLC company for the Coyotes. They owe $1.3 million in unpaid state and city taxes. The city of Glendale, which has been locked in a lengthy dispute with the Coyotes and told them, you're not coming back next year. We'll give you this year. Basically said, hey, asshole, they're done. They broke up. You pay this bill. It's it's And now it's now it's even worse. The local drummer's like, give me a year. I'll sleep on the couch. They always sleep on the couch. Yeah. Fine. You can stay on the couch. But you're out next year. This is your last year. Whatever. 
Tempe will build me something. You know Tempe. Yeah, yeah. Good for them. She's a whore. Tempe's going to do it. And you'll see. I never should have moved out here in the first place. It's too goddamn far. You're the reason I didn't make it. And now are the players like Porkopolis employees? Hey, my direct deposit isn't going through. <laughs> right. Well. Uh, that never happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not according to Yelp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so the Coyotes got a letter that said, uh, you owe us money. And if you decide not to pay us, you're not allowed in the building after December 20th. You're done. So your one-year thing, you've deadbeated the one-year part. You did this to us, man. This is A, first off, you never cared about me the way you should have. And second, I should have never moved out here. You're the reason this doesn't work. And now you want money from me? No way, bro. They are uh, 250000 in unpaid city taxes. They're just like, if, if the Coyotes can't fudge a bill for a million, let alone quarter of a million, they're not a thing. They don't exist. And if I was a player for the Coyotes, I'd be like, we're not a yeah, thing, are we? Um, uh, you guys are, these checks are questionable week to week, I think. I'd start I to feel like. I would think they'd have, because, uh, you know, coming from the business standpoint, Porkopolis, mm-hmm. when we first uh, started, Matt, my partner, yeah. was doing the books, yeah. doing the, and he did not um, pay the payroll tax or the city taxes because he didn't know. Um, so all of a sudden you get this bill, which we're not the volume of the coyotes, right. but you probably had substantial 60, bill, sixty grand or something like Don't. that. So what you do is you go back and say, "Oh, one, we hired ADP or right. a, we got you know, a company do the payroll. To do it. They do it. You There's shift blame is what you do, and then you pay back. You basically allocate, and you, yeah, and you do it. All they have to do. So when I looked at that, that volume of yeah. the coyotes. Their operations overhead's a little bit higher mm-hmm. than the, so. To Not be, much, Brady. A, a they, million, had the, they had the same amount of people going to their events that you did. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it doesn't building. matter. I'm going to the events. I'm just it's just how much their payroll is and sure. all that. But so, Brady and what they did two two things. Yeah. One, I I don't believe. The person doing their books did not know to pay the no sales tax. Been, so there is a there is some yeah. truth to it that maybe they are really sweating right now. Looks like or it. they're trying to screw Glendale, or they're trying to screw, screw Glendale to try to get their arena. You know, they have their requests of stuff that wants to be done. Well, they're just they're what to be they're done. To they're out. Yeah. That thing's over. There's no negotiating with that arena. No, that thing's done. done. Yeah, that is not going to happen again. They're done. So what they're saying is, all right, well. Yeah, well, and that's what poor people say. Come get me. I can't pay for anything. And that's where I think the coyotes are. We don't know anything about this deep down about why, but it is awfully weird that a like this is this is something. And I say this with the utmost seriousness. This is something the Mercury would do. They'd bitch and cry that somebody's bleeding them for money, and it's like, how come nobody comes to art? They blame everybody else. It's like it's your fault. They're in your pockets the whole time. It's like you guys aren't succeeding. The problem here is, and it's I don't want to be this because I like. Hockey, and I like that the Coyotes are. And when they were, you know, flying, and it was fun. I'd go to games early, and then I realized I can't do this. Yeah. I live in Central Phoenix, North Central Phoenix. I live in North Central Phoenix, and I'm on a freeway. Like I have, I have less than a minute to accessing a freeway, and it's still a pain in the ass for me to get out to a Coyotes game. So a, I'm not gonna be a full time participant. B, they're terrible, and continue to be terrible. They had little sparks here and there. We're like, hey, this is a good team. They're fun. A couple years ago, they had all those young guys, and you're like, this has hope. This has, and then you realize, nope, because they can't afford to bring anybody else to help. So you're starting to think, this is very Mercury-esque. And so if I'm going to be as hard as I am on the Mercury, I have to lean it towards the Coyotes. And I don't want to. But when the city basically says, to a pro sports, this is like the Flint 
tropics. Yeah. This is Jackie Moon's yeah. team. Yeah. Like you have to you have to wrestle a bear to get people to come in or you have to make some sort of special deal that if you don't pull off eighth place, you're out. They're getting kicked out. They're getting evicted. Early. Like you had a and what, deal and, the, and so you got then kicked what out. What happens early. to that house? Well, oh, they, like, they Glendale yeah. wants that. Glendale doesn't mind that the coyotes they are out. They got plans. It. They actually said that without them, they can do more nights doing yeah. better stuff. Because nobody goes to this yeah. thing. Be like me with my vampire landlord. All right, I've, I've announced <laughs> right. that I'm leaving. <laughs> right. But here's the deal. How about the? I'm going to give you about maybe half the rent occasionally. Yeah. The difference is, you didn't announce you were leaving. He announced yeah, that you were leaving, yeah, that's true. and then gave you a year to say you got a year to figure it out. But in the meantime, and you're not you coming gotta, back. Yeah, in the meantime, yeah. you still got to pay your bill. I don't want to do any of that. You're a dick. You're the one that took it away from me. You're a dick, dude. I'm not paying you anything. I'm just going to live here until you kick me out. So I don't know what's going on with them, but this doesn't look good. And I'm starting to think that my brain needs to be as reality-based and honest with the Coyotes as I am with the Mercury. The Mercury only exists because the NBA pays for it to be a thing. I cringe every time I walk into Footprint Center and I look up and I have to cross Diana Taurasi Way. It's the most nauseating moment of my day. I have to go to the Celtics game on Friday. I'll leave the H&H Ranch with Doug Hopkins. We'll be chatting. We'll be having a good time. Then a chill comes through the air, and we both go, like, what's the matter, Doug? Oh, we're on Diana Taurasi Way, the fakest street in the history of man. It's the house that Diana built, somebody called it once. And I'm like, it it was built in, like, 92. She wasn't even around. Oh, if it wasn't for her, this whole thing would have collapsed. It did collapse. There's zero success rate with the Mercury. Open the books and take away the NBA's money, and it's gone. Right now, I'm looking at the same thing with the Coyotes. It's time to start saying, you know what? How much does the NHL step in? Oh, they've been stepping in the whole time they exist. The NHL has been stepping in funding. For a while, they didn't have an owner. Remember? The NHL was the owner. I just remember, I mean, for a while, it was Swift. Well, Swift went away, and so we're not doing anything. I'm in it, like... Twenty-six million or whatever, right. and then the NHL took it. Bettman was running the team for just a little bit, and then the other guy—I forget who the other dude was—but they had the NHL was in charge of the Coyotes for a couple of years because they needed to find an owner. They got the Arizona Ice LLC property thing. Those guys came in and LeBlanc and him and his crew. I don't know what's going on with that, but this is a failure, and it's time to start saying this is a failure. If the people who own the arena are threatening to lock the doors. Even if they're not serious or this is just a... It's still a bad look. It's still a really, really bad look. That that That's public. And maybe it's time. And that's why. Just they're like, all down. right, we're coming out with it. Yeah. Just do it. Write us yeah. money else. We're going to... Do a Coyotes draft. story's coming out. Do a Coyotes draft and have the lower level teams right now just uh, fleece the Coyotes for a few players. And let's just call it a day. The first game after is the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, they're already telling them, we don't know what's coming. We may have to move it to a different venue. They've talked about Vegas, which I think is odd. Because if there's, you know, Two a nice, teams? On, well, on, well, not move there for good, but just oh, temporarily. But they have no place to play. That's right. Where are you going to go? The Ice Den? San Diego? Wherever they, maybe, wherever they play the ASU games up there on by Big Surf. Yeah, to 500 people? Yeah, but they, that's going to be twice as much as they need. So at least they'll have a sold-out place. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> all right, let's not go crazy. And then what do you do with the season ticket holder? People who have paid They money. can't pay the city. you got to refund the tickets. And both of those people are going to be very angry. Very angry. The 
two season ticket holders are going to be furious. And you're trying to get them to remain in support of your team? Right. It doesn't look good. And I know there'll be people like, dude, it's the story of this and that, and they're playing games. That, yeah, but it's well, still... Sometimes you have to look at things at face value. Yeah, right now I look at it and I'm like, this is sad. It's sad. So, John, you're telling me right now, the moon has more attendance than the Coyotes <laughs> yes. and Mercury games. The moon is more welcome in the arena. Because it'll pay a couple bills, but they're just not paying their bills. They're a deadbeat drummer. You're a drummer in a local band. That's it. Good Christ, John. You made me think of a horrible thing. Uh-oh. Imagine if there was a WNHL. <laughs> I wouldn't mind watching that. It would be hysterical. Oh, the growing pains would be hysterical. It would be like watching uh, fully grown children falling down all the time. The ankle breaks would be ridiculous. It would be worth seeing. I'd watch the WNHL for a year or two. If and they throw in a couple of sow cows and oh, oh you, you, you get know? some of the figure skaters yeah. in on this. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. That before and after every goal, you have to pull a triple lutz or something. You have to do a move. I would watch the WNHL. The injuries would be catastrophic. The first few years, while they're trying to get their bones right for the sport, Oof. that would be rough. The Bad Banner thing. Arena, I don't Banner know. Health Arena. <laughs> when they would have like medics, all the front row would just hospitals. be medics. Because yeah, everybody's like, "Oh God, that broken ankle." Brought to you by Banner Health. Cigna halftime report: seventeen to three injuries, no goals were scored, two people dead. Yeah, the WNHL would be great, but yeah, the the arena's too far. They're not paying their bills, and it's time to start saying the Coyotes are what they are, and maybe. Unless Tempe steps up and says, "We'll fund We've this got a whole house. thing," we'll build and they a house. did. We'll build, but they got to hurry up and get that thing up and get it like today, because it's supposed to be over here on like Washington and uh, I guess Priest, Priest, like the one hundred and one and Priest. An but amazing Sky spot. Harbor has a bitch. About nah, they're fine because the, their bitch before was uh, put the football stadium there because they, they used nine eleven because they didn't get any money from it. Uh, so Phoenix, it was a Phoenix, territorial. Yeah. Phoenix was just stopping Tempe from having it. They were still pitching. We can't have 80,000 people sitting in a flight pattern. Um, You do every day, Mm -hmm. idiots. It's not just because of a stadium. You blow one of those things up just getting it across a freeway. A flight pattern. I get nervous every time I drive down the I-10 and a plane is like 15 feet over me or the... The 143, if you wanted to do some serious, scary damage, just roll one of those things sideways and scoot it down a freeway. They could have made it work originally. Even at the uh, Footprint Arena. What? Or Hockey? Stick. Yeah. I don't know. The thing is built solely no for No one basketball. wanted to put the money into what well, you have to Because that thing is a freestanding structure with no support. You have to move the edge. So you have to take it. You almost have to take it all down to start that way. Well, their big beef was, was the one side, at least in the, you can't where see. the Suns play. Yeah, it was right. blocked off. And they yeah. had adjustments. They had the plans. No one wanted to pick Because you have up. to scoot the building out. My dad's company was part of it. You have to move the building out. That means you got to... Same thing with the... They were talking about the Diamondbacks. Like, we got to move this and, and you have to take the roof off. Yeah. The expense isn't going to be worth it. Anyway, Coyotes, I hate to say it too because I, I, I want you to live. I think you have the best uniforms. I love the Coyotes jerseys. I love that logo. I'd love it for them to be successful. But Glendale was a bad idea. I mean, Glendale was a bad idea. Let's just say it like that. Before the Coyotes, Glendale was a bad idea. When Glendale started, we're like, this is a bad idea. What are we putting away out here for? The Madhouse. Look That's at that. probably where they'll play. I think that is where they play. It's the Madhouse and McDowell. 
and uh, the asbestos alone in that thing, let alone the smell of the fair, never goes away. It'll smell like hockey. Old you school. could redo that. It's got hey, it's got hockey lines in it. It was built. I used to go watch Roadrunners. Oh, I used to watch yeah. Roadrunners games there all the time. The arena stinks. It's terrible. Oh, you no, know, I've been there. For, oh, it's I've been bad. there for roller derby. <laughs> That's what it's good for. <laughs> yep. Like the seats still feel like roller derby seats. Yeah, it was weird sitting there realizing, man, they used to play pro sports in this place. Yeah, and it was neat, loud. It was loud because it was like it was only like. Oh, I remember watching it on TV. Fourteen thousand. Like, I don't remember how many. It was, was 93 the first year of America West? 92, 93. Yeah, when they moved them in. That, I was yeah. like, this place is a palace. And then that dump that they used to go. I used to go up Suns games and all that. It was great. We had front row seats to Suns games. My dad's company, I'd get them three times a year. Oh, it was amazing. Parking in that dump. And why it was, I know Wendy's was the only place right across the street. I think it was on McDowell. There's a Wendy's, which is now some sort of weird faux restaurant, but it's still got that oh, Wendy's yeah, got front garden. Atrium, oh, yeah. Yeah, that weird glass garden. But that was, and the line for that Wendy's was getting to Wendy's. Everybody got Wendy's. There was nowhere else to eat downtown at all. Singhai. No, Singhai was too far, Brady. That's downtown, downtown. Wendy's was right next to it. Singhai. Oh, yeah, Singhai yeah, was yeah, where yeah. I used to park for the uh, Suns games. Well, yeah, it's moved. all industrial yeah. around there, when right? Moved. With the railroad tracks and everything. Downtown was not a place you'd go to eat. No. Wendy's. Yeah, they didn't. Wendy's. And well, that's what I'm it. Saying. The, only place. the yeah. fairgrounds isn't down, what I'd consider downtown. No. It's in Canton. Wendy's. Yeah. And the line was, <laughs> if there was 14,000, there were 7,000 cars yeah. in line for Wendy's. And everybody understood. But there's nothing north of it. There's nothing no, there west nothing. of it. There was zero. There was nowhere to go. You went to the Wendy's, and you went to the game, and then you the went to the Wendy's again. The sign on the... Yeah, that was it. That was the biggest draw that Phoenix <laughs> yeah. had was the KNIX Super Billboard, <laughs> the Wendy's, and the Suns Arena. And they had it so parking... Shuttled you through the Wendy's drive through It's like, all right, everybody over here. It's like, Smart. oh, we got to get a Wendy's. Smart. And you get yourself a Frosty, and then you go eat, and then you go back out at the end to get another Wendy's. It was awesome. But the arena was a dump. But so I just wanted to bring that up. Coyotes, I feel bad. I don't want you to go. I certainly don't want this thing to be, uh, I don't know, a forgotten failure. But yeah, and, and that's what Kevin Leach just said. I, 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 I I can't tell you how sad I am about this, and I have to agree with you, John. The current, quote, group that owns the Coyotes is the fourth group that's owned them since the new arena. Oh, that's right. I mean, that's, right. Th- that's huge. Not including the NHL. Right. And that, yeah, and that's four groups of people that have come in and, and you know, and and you see it like with the Suns. There's, you know, the dude who used to run Disney's like, I want in on this. If Sarver's out, I want to buy it. There's a lineup for things that are successful. The Coyotes have had to beg people to own them. Yeah. But that Swift guy who runs the truck did not want to do that. He saved it for the helping city. out. He was helping out. Yeah. He, he did not want to own the Coyotes. He, he had no interest in it. He was basically funding it. Jerry Moyes. Yeah, and it's and he's and that was great that he did. He kept it alive because 15, 16 years ago they were supposed to fail. It's 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 time we called it what it is and just say, guys, this is a business we can't prop up. And I love hockey. I think it's I think it's a fun sport. It's the best live sport going. They probably wouldn't drop that. Um, franchise right so they'd be Coyotes. looking at yeah i mean they might them. change yeah. portland would probably end up with it. yeah because seattle That's got the kraken well, whoever's got the talk whoever's about got that owner. Yeah. seattle has 1.4 billion dollars in the last two years invested in that team yeah. not including the arena the kraken and they're paying their bills like crazy the kraken i love it i love watching that 
It's awesome. Their graphics. Uh, their graphics and cool. their uh, announcement. But they have that girl that does the... Release the Kraken! In the studio. It's like just so meaningless. Hey, John, I don't know what you're bitching about, man. There's good yeah. news. If you go to Kirby's concert recital, you get two free tickets to the Mercury or the Coyotes. <laughs> it's true. You, you, we are the leaders. Good news of, about the concert. It's canceled. No. Oh, oh then not it's not as good news. as it could be. <laughs> well, it's better news. Okay, what do you have to do? 45 now? minutes. That's it? That's all you're allowed to yeah, stay? Yeah, I thought it was going to be the choir, and the no, choir went last night. This is just strings. Lucky man. Still sucks, but doesn't suck half as much as you thought. We do. We lead the world in free tickets to events. We give you Oh, my God. On the bottom of a receipt? Just check any receipt that you go to around town. You got tickets to something. Fries gives you tickets to WNBA games. You buy a pack of gum and a diet, Dr. Pepper. Because I go to that Fries by the H&H And I think Walmart was giving tickets to something for a while, too. I was blown away. I got gum and a soda at the Fries downtown. Was going to walk it right back up to the H&H Ranch, and I look, and attached to my receipt, because they put it in a bag of walking up. In, in there, I'm like, there's two tickets attached. Did I win something? Like, no. Anytime you buy something at Fry's, they, they hand you those. And still, it was an empty arena. The WNBA tickets were attached to everything. Then they moved it up to, that was for a redemption game. Oh, gotcha. So they re, you redeem. And then you could just take your receipt. If you lost your tickets or threw them out, you could just take your receipt from Fry's. And if the date was right, two tickets to, to the finals. It was terrible. <laughs> Most That's of right, the time, it wasn't final. oh yeah, <laughs> that wasn't a joke. They're Most right, of the time, the you had to go spend at least, and I know this is tough for some people to hear because ten dollars at the grocery store to receive your two free tickets to the Mercs. Coyotes didn't do that. They but had no minimums. There has to be some Dollar Tree or something that they were handing tickets out of. Yeah, I don't want to see the Coyotes go, but it's time we call it work. You can't afford a million dollar payment. And you're throwing a fit over it. You're you're taking a stand over one point three, wanna... and it's two fifty up front. And you're like, nope, you don't have it. You want another kick to the nuts, hockey no, fans? No. Soccer is about ready to take you over because the Phoenix Rising is is uh, the next true. on the list for the MLS. It's not true. They've got the funding. The MLS is the WNBA of soccer. It's actually not. It's it is, good. too. It's the fifth level. Uh, that Ted Lasso, they make jokes all the time and go, oh, I, the last I, thing I want to do is go to America no, and no, play no. in the MLS. Right. They know it's the lowest level you can play no, pro no, soccer. No, no, no. I'm talking about comparatively because oh, they're going to be better than, than the Coyotes. Well, they'll get more people. There's five I can tell you they built a new graded. stadium um, I, when I flew back to Columbus. The, the crew. crew. The crew. I, it was not Portland, a. Seattle. No, you can't compare Ohio to anything. Because you could put together, uh, you, you just have, you know what you could have? Ohio boy night, where people from Ohio who have left and succeeded. Maybe they're craving entertainment in Columbus a little craving bit. craving entertainment. They just, they will just flock to anybody. He's an Ohio boy. If Ben Roethlisberger stood in a street and waved with Ohio boy written on his shirt, three, 300,000 people would show up and greet him. They, the Ohio boy thing. It's a weird civic strangeness. <laughs> I don't want to hear about that. You guys fill the arena for girls but they have, college I mean, that's basketball. second facility. Yeah. They start out in a facility yeah. for a MLS. Yeah. It doesn't like, count. Well, Ohio and doesn't the Chargers count. have their 30,000 seat. Well, they did. Ohio the, supports their weeds with fans. They have, they, If it's in Ohio, they'll support I don't buy into the Ohio. All right. Ohio would buy. they build a 200,000 seat soccer stadium for the MLS, and people would fill it. They, they just do Ohio things. I learned that from Drew Carey. It, if I mean, it's in Ohio, it's people go to it. They're AAA affiliate in baseball. Yeah, huge. Just, they just support. I've never seen anything like it. It's blind loyalty. It's strange. Their their Ohio State wrestling stuff on TV has cr- big crowds. Yeah. They support. So it doesn't count. Of course, they, if the Columbus crew was the last team in the MLS and they didn't even have opponents, 
they, they build that stadium, people go watch them practice. But of the other c- cities, it seems like, I mean, the MLS thing has grown. Oh, it's grown, but it's still garbage. Let's not go crazy acting like that's a thing. It's where European players that can't make it anymore die. And it's where fifth-level players who can't make it in Europe act but like they're still pros. that was my pros. comparison. Yeah. If you're getting there to the point where the oh, MLS it's gonna lose is better hockey. than the Coyotes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. They're more sound. Yeah. That's a more sound investment. Yes. As a person with a couple bucks in their pocket, you would say to yourself, I'd rather invest in this than that. Absolutely. But they both still stink. Equipment? That hurts. That hurts to say that hockey can't live over low-level soccer. And anybody who tries to prop that up is wrong. They'll do the same thing that they do in the W. They beat you. Of course they beat me. They call themselves professionals. I beat them at radio. I'm not challenging them to a talk-off. I know I'm better than them at that. They should be better than me at that. They can hate my show. I can hate their product. It's just garbage. But, yeah, so, anyway, just thought I'd throw that out there. I hate to say it. I, I, I love the Coyotes. Like, deep down, I'd love to see them do well. I liked it when they did well. Even when they were in that, was, oh, yeah. when they went to that playoff run seven years ago, six, seven years ago, whenever that was, and they got all the way to the uh, Western Conference uh, Finals. And I, Captain Paul, Whiteout was all. Well, that was way back. Paul's giving me tickets to this uh, and I'm going to these games in Glendale and I'm leaving my house and it's June keep in mind it's May and June it's 110 outside and we're driving all the way out there and I'm leaving at 5 and I'm getting there right before the game starts because it was just a cluster F all the way through I parked a mile and a half away and Paul got me good seats I'm like I'm enjoying this but it is this is this is tough and I can't imagine being in Mesa or Gilbert and wanting to go out you can't you just can't do it but if, if you know, if you're a pro sports franchise and you can't pay the two hundred fifty thousand, or you get kicked out of your place, something's going on. And we do need hockey. Somebody said, "Hey, hey, hey! Don't compare hockey to women's basketball. There's a huge difference between the Yotes sucking. We still like to watch them. Uh, some of the games, they can put up a fight. Sometimes they just get whooped. And yeah, no one likes the West Side Story hockey. Soccer team can go to the West Side, and the Yotes can head to the East Side." We'll help pay for. We got to help pay for better players. Yeah, that's the problem. It's the ownership. They don't have anybody that can afford it. Another sporting event that's gone south, Brady, is that forty camels have been disqualified from a Saudi contest over Botox enhancements. You see that? Saw that. <laughs> that's right. They have beauty contests for camels in Saudi Arabia. He's done that story before. I he remember has it. the beauty I contest. I don't yeah, remember that. Well, yeah. they're cheap. I don't remember the the controversy. Well, now that. there's forty of them that have been. And they've all Kardashianed up. Their asses are bigger. They've got huge lips. Is it for the ass or the hump? And you look at them, you look at their faces, and you're like, it looks like Instagram Americans. Huge, giant lips. Eyes that aren't right. They're filled with gigantic eyelashes. Their their cheeks are puffed out. Their asses are huge. They're Botoxing and getting rid of them. 43 of the animals had received Botox injections, facelift procedures, hormones. Maybe they had headaches. <laughs> nope, no, Brady. You don't get a facelift for headaches. Facelift procedures, hormone injections, and other enhancements. Uh, sixty-six million dollars for the winning animals breeder. That's 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 big there's money. Reason they're cheating. Yeah. Uh, judges rate the camels based on the shapes of their heads, necks, and humps. They got to get their ladies out of those beekeeper outfits. You can't have beauty contests for camels. That's a hot camel. That's a good-looking camel. That's a pretty camel. Oh, uh, they said it was the highest number of DQs in the contest history. Well, yeah. The fact that that contest is a thing. So the DQ's always Curious. been a thing? They have a beauty contest for camels, and if a woman shows, like, her cheek, she has, like, her hands cut off. 
They revere camels more than they do their chicks. That's Look a, at the lips on that a one. Beautiful camel. What are they doing to them? <laughs> Very beautiful camel you have here, huh? Yes. Wow. Look at the size of her lips. <laughs> Woman, I see her ankle. Cut off her feet. Disgusting lady, human. That's why. Now we're talking. That's why. Big soft lips. Oh. Give daddy a smooth. Give it to him right here. <laughs> right on the piece of deal. That's right, I speak Italian. We're not that far removed. Hello, hello, hello. Camel love. More camel love. Oh, young boys. Yeah, well, that's... Those are your options. Camels and young boys. Certainly can't get an Uber from a lady. Botox. My camel uh, is very close to winning, but her lips, uh, her eyes are droopy. Get the Botox because rid of these crow's feet. Back in the day, no one really knew where they got that saying, I'd walk a mile for a camel. That's right. That's the reason. Saudi Arabia. That's right. It wasn't a cigarette. It was a blowjob from a beast. <laughs> uh, crow's feet. She cannot win with crow's feet. That's ugly. What's that one? That one's nose is in the wrong spot. She needs filtering. Anyway, so camel beauty contest. Look at Brady's in. 66 million. For the winner. Bucks. Saudi Arabia. They got a lot of dough. Yeah, I guess that's like 5000 Is it? I don't know. That's oil money. Those yeah. guys might have even ups. I don't know what the exchange rate in Saudi Arabia is, but I think it's pretty good. $66 million's not bad. Even if, you know, it's $1,000. Yeah, don't. pretty good. I can pay for wife's beekeeper cleaning. She's outfit to get dirty. Oh, I saw wife and shower the other day. I have to leave house for a month. Disgusting. With her camel lip. Ugh, I like real camel lips, not what she's doing. Like the camel sack. Ugh, oh, look at that thing. Ugh, lemon body. So, that's what goes on in the world. And again, I have... I have no attachment to this planet anymore at all. I don't know what's going on. It's too much information. The Internet's giving me too much news. The fact that I know about a Saudi Arabian camel beauty contest that's mired in controversy is... It's too much for my brain to want to know. Like the old days when I didn't know much. I'm sitting, trying to eat my Ingo's Duchess sandwich when somebody tells me, see about the Botoxed camels? Yeah, I know. Humanity is just a disaster. <laughs> We're awful. We're terrible. They Botox their eyes because they were a little baggy, you know. Had some bags. Their hump is all lumpy. A little competitive. It's a little bit. Plus 66 million now. <laughs> I to get those lumps out of her food. Get some Plexiderm on that bitch's face. How about the medical centers that have shut down? It's a bust. They're on the, the Botox thing. The specialist, the surgeon. What do they have Botox in Saudi Arabia for anyway? Nobody shows their face. I know. Well... For the camels, like I've said. I guess that's it. There's some businesses that shut down. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Camel Botox, camel plastic surgery, but it's illegal. I don't understand what goes on. I sure do hate it, though. That's for darn sure. Makes me want to do a, an eight- or nine-hour hunger strike and just take care of business. Anyway, this is what I know. The old way. Brett's out there giving away a car. That's just as easy as it gets. He should be arriving right now. Gilbert Road in Southern. Brett's uh, out at Black Rock Coffee Bar if you want to go over there. Uh, it's easy to find. East Valley Operation Santa Claus from our friends at Sanderson Ford and Sanderson Lincoln. Bring 10 cans of food down there, and you might win yourself a Ford or a Lincoln. Simple as punch. BlackRock will give you a 98-cent drink as well when you pop by and show your cans to Brett. That's exactly how it works. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Toledo? Uh, let me double check here. Oh. Brett's system's better. Brett's system is way better. 
Uh, we've got a lot of Pantera stuff left over from yesterday. Um, day late, though, for, for Dime. Is that yeah. too late? Well, I mean, it's the day we found out he died. Technically, he died late on the 8th, and then the 9th um, we got the news. Michael Higgins wants to hear police walking on the moon? No. <laughs> got some other moon, <laughs> moon shot ones. Let me see here. Don't bring out the reggae police <laughs> just because you're a cop. Giant steps are what we take. Yeah, I know. It's one of the worst police songs ever. Van Morrison. Like no, you want to talk about appropriation of music. Staying in the boys, breaking out a little reggae for your, you know. Morning wake up? Uh, no, 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 not morning wake up at all in general. Just to make white women uncomfortable that their kids in the early 80s, they're listening to that reggae music, but somehow or another this way, it's pa- palatable. He mentions that book by Nabokov. Yeah, no, that's the Don't Stand So Close to Me. Walking on the moon. That should have been Jimmy Cliff or a reggae guy. I hate reggae, but the police doing it made, like, Brady's Neighborhood probably was like, we love this song because it was for white, young white boys that they could play that at home without their parents getting mad that they were smoking weed all day. There was no chance of a yarn hat or, like, weird sticks to juggle. It was the police. It was palatable reggae. And there's no such thing, by the way. All right. Well, that reggae will not be sponsored by Action Ride That's Shop. That's right. They've got all the stuff you need as we uh, get snow up in the north. Today. Is it no, going to happen gonna today? No, it's going to snow tonight. Yeah. I know north. you said tonight it's yeah. going to rain. I saw that forecast. Getting so. snow. Get some snow up there. Uh, Show Me the Way by Black Tide on the list. Uh, Moon Baby by Godsmack. That one I like. Uh, Soul Hat Bone Crusher for, Ooh, never for, your, for your Bigfoot. <laughs> Where's the bones? Damn it. I love that bone crusher. We'll do the Moon Baby one. Let's go. Moon baby? Yeah, that'll work out perfect. That is perfect. Yeah, white people reggae. Reggae's bad enough. White people reggae is funny. It's the same as when, uh, you know, Will Smith showed up and made rap okay for eighth grade white boys to play. You can have a double whammy. No the coyotes theme and the moon. Bark at the moon. Oh, there you go. Yeah, the moon is involved in both. And it's funny because no one would care if the mercury went away. But the coyotes going away, even as big a failure as they've been been quiet it makes people sad been a quiet still, franchise well yeah but it still would you be like oh it sucks because like as a city you want to have all the options the four major sports right if you can imagine the coyotes disappearing i just don't want the mercury to outlast them because they showed up the same year you know you don't want the mercury to win that battle just because they had a they hit a sugar daddy essentially that's the reason the mercury would stay the coyotes never had a sugar daddy the mercury's got a sugar daddy Pays all their bills. If the coyotes end up moving or shutting down, does the donor stay? <laughs> His donor move too? <laughs> oh, we claim the donor. Donor's ours, eh? Daughter's out here doing commercials for window repair or something, eh? Or, I don't know, AC units. I like donor. He's a nice guy. The linchpin and the common thread to their 20 years of failures that Shane Doan was here from the whole time. And then he disappeared and it didn't continue. So, luckily, he can't be blamed for all. The one common thread from day one to the end was donor. And that's true. You'd like to have seen him do something. He should have traded him. He's the Larry Fitzgerald. Yep. Although the Cardinals are at least competitive. Sad. I know. uh, Do you think the Fitzgerald thing, you know, at one time we thought, oh, they're going to bring him back to the playoffs. I don't think they can. No, I think it's too late. But the uh, I don't think you're allowed to just sign a guy off the streets. Yet. I don't maybe maybe there's still some sort of rule you could do it. But because how long? Uh, when did um, they still have his right? Gronkowski do it? Gronk did it like week ten. Year. Yeah, he was out was the whole year. But, but, uh, well, he, no, you're right. He did. 
because he was eligible that one year to come back. And he's like, no, I'm done. And then the next year he did. And did they have an agreement with New England? Because New England still had his rights. No, I think I think he was because one he year filed out. his paper. He was done. He was one year done. Yeah. So he had to sit out the one year New England had him, and then they didn't. He'd come back anywhere he wanted. Pathetic. So yeah, Fitzgerald. I don't. I'm not so sure they can just bring him back. Although he is still technically theirs. Just doesn't have a contract. So I don't know. Maybe he's a free agent. I don't know. He'd go anywhere he wants. He didn't file papers, right? He yeah, didn't I don't file know. his retirement papers. Which would make sense that as far as you'd hear that uh, you don't bring him back. he's not a Kingsbury guy. We'll be on that. And what, what's the point? Yeah. Because for a while there, you're like, oh, they'll bring Larry back at the end of the year when he's healthy. And just, what's, if DeAndre Hopkins got hurt and they didn't bring him back, they're not bringing him back. I mean, they were struggling a little bit without D-Hop and Kyler, and they didn't even whisper Larry's name. Two and three? Yeah, but even still, they didn't, if, if at that point they're not bringing Larry back, they're not bringing Larry back. Larry's busy torn with the Suns because he's like part owner. With that awful Robert Sarver. Uh, all right, let's do it. You got the moon juice up there? Uh, yes. All right, let's do it. It's Godsmack? Yep. Moon let's Baby. Go. Moon Baby. All right, here you go. It's Moon Baby. It's 98 KUPD. It's your wake-up song. Let's go back. Oh, that holds up. That thing's going to be 30 next year. Get off that. Come on. Dirt. It's a great record, too. Uh, Wood, 735 in the morning sickness. And oh, so many nice things that are going on. Brady and I were both talking because we got here this morning and uh, some San Diego radio morning show had and the best part is, is they had the the music behind it you know the is sad the music program? No, I don't know it was like Melissa and Todd and Terry and and Super Shoes they always have like a guy that can go fast now you get there real fast we call them Super Shoes 941 <laughs> Super Shoes is going to be out this morning it's a Black Rock Coffee we have our own Super Shoes it's uh, our greasy Dago we don't we don't name people pop the popular thing but the, the music slow and starts in the background all slow. And it's like, we have a letter here for our holidays. Who wants the holidays to be about dying kids other than radio morning shows? They do fart jokes all year, and then all of a sudden they want to tell you that they're human. And here's some dying kids' letter. <laughs> it's like, here you go. Why would I want to hear this? This is terrifying to me. Dude, two kids, both of them have like bone disorders where their bones are cracking just when the wind blows it's terrifying so well people hear about the i mean the, what works too is the people helping out a family sure, sure, not to, sure. you, know, you like that but yeah. not that i don't need the dying kids part of it like all right we got a letter from a little boy whose toes fall off and have to be glued back on pretty regular can't walk he's got no equilibrium all for Christmas he wants is a pair of Air Jordan 1s, the flu shoes, for $13,000 if you can manage to pull those off. Real ones, not the phonies or readers. He wants the originals. Signed by Michael Jordan. And that would make his Christmas amazing. Little, little kid whose toes fall off. And his toes are going to fall off when he turns 14. He's going to pass away. Because it's something he can't live with forever. He just fall, eventually fall into a wood chipper or something. And they do that constantly. You can adopt this child. Yeah, you know, the adoption one I'll give you. If you're selling a kid, that's fine. But it's never that. It's a parenthood. It's basically, radio morning shows are, are the original GoFundMe. Where parents are like, I'm at my wit's end. Maybe this, uh, maybe floor wax and turpentine will help out with uh, something this morning. I can't stand it. If it's legitimate and somebody's like, hey, I need a hand. People will help. You don't have to turn to radio. So my kid's dying, and we don't have any money. That's tough. You know, I don't want to have that. Like, if your kid was dying, you should be able to get support from the area. You know, I would call a local wacky radio show. <laughs> well, now it's gotten to the point where they do the programs every year. It's oh, sure. now in that system. Oh, Charity's I fine. Can go to but yeah, oh yeah, but you get into the whole thing where they're like, you know, 
constantly telling you how miserable life is over sad music. But the 40 other ones that don't, you know what? Right. This isn't as bad. We can't well, get a good story out of this. Joel Osteen's argument about his mom's boobs. Speaking of. Joel Osteen's argument is mom's boobs were that his mom survived breast cancer because she prayed harder than anybody else. And if you didn't, that means God didn't love you as much. It's the same thing. She's a better story. Yeah. The radio station picks the most dying kid because it's good for them. And the second you hear, you know, the second you hear this in the background, it's produced. <laughs> yep. Like, this yep. is the same thing. Yeah. thought about yeah. it. They thought about it. Like, oh, man, that's really going to make yep. people feel terrible. And then when he blinks. Uh, he shoots blood out of his tear ducts. He's, his whole head is just nothing but an eyeball. That's what got, uh, you know, fatiguing during playoff time, especially uh, oh. when the play- NFL. Tragedy porn. Super, yeah. It's terrible. Left and right. Brett, are you wrestling someone right now? No, why? Maybe the phone sounds like you're getting beat yeah. up. Oh, is it? Yeah, you're, man- you're manhandling it. Yeah, you're, you're, get those big old greasy paws dried much, up too much all and it. hang on to that damn phone instead of sliding all over. I know it's I like, got it. <laughs> Brett's out this morning at uh, Southern. <laughs> I got it. At Gilbert and Southern. Right next to Action Ride Shop, they got themselves a Black Rock Coffee Bar. I bet you the boys at Action will be there today. Gilbert and Southern is where yeah. you are. Operation Santa Claus is going on. Now, this is a real charity. This is a thing that helps multiple groups of people. doesn't just pick out one sick dying kid and try to make you cry over it. It uh, gives you a chance that you guys can help out tons of people through Operation Santa Claus. A great charity. Awesome stuff. And Brett's out there this morning. What are you doing? Hanging out here with our friends from uh, Sanderson Ford and Lincoln. Not Mercury like last That's right. Week, but uh, <laughs> taking, those, taking those canned food donations from you guys. Uh, so go ahead, clear out the pantry of uh, all them cans. Bring me your cans, for God's sake. Yes. All right, but non-expired. You know how that works. Uh, plus, we'll take the cash donations as well. And uh, you make those donations, cash or cans, and we will put you in a drawing to win a brand-new Ford or Lincoln, courtesy of Sanderson Sanderson Ford. It's all brought to you guys by Operation Santa Claus. And while you're out here, I'll be signing you guys up for uh, Volbeat and Ghost tickets. I also have all the KUPD swag and 98 cent coffee. So come on out here, Black Rock Coffee, Gilbert Road, just north of Southern. So we're across the street from uh, Ashton Ride Shop. This young man, he, he leaks he leaks olive oil out of his skin and he can't hold anything. Only good for what masturbation, does? but he also he, he can't get an erection. So he's got ED. And olive hands. It's terrifying. Can't stop hair growth. Oh, no. Send your money. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. I can beat it off. And I get a hard on. Watch this. That's right. I wonder how many wonder how many sick kids, if you threw that in, would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not that weak. Still Watch a, this. I'm still a goddamn man. Wheel me over there. I'll show him. You wheel me over to that goddamn radio station right now. I'm going to show him an erection. Like he's never seen. Unbelievable. Yeah. Two popsicle sticks in a string. You jackass. All right. Brett's out there this morning doing nice things. Uh, for a good group. This is a great charity. So Operation Santa Claus. Pretty good stuff. Brett, nice yep. job. Go get our bikes uh, taken care of while you're over there. Thank you, sir. Yeah, right, we'll definitely. talk to you in a little bit. There you go. Right next to Action Ride Shop, Black Rock Coffee. That's good stuff. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, I don't... And we had a few of those where we... Saw, like, they tried to get that. Like, read this letter. We had to, we did one, remember? Uh, the, the best thing that we ever did, falling into that mix. I, I stand by this being my most embarrassing and yet still hilarious thing ever. Our old boss Chuck used to always yell at us, like, you need a goddamn warm and fuzzy for all that evil you produce in the morning. You have a warm, fuzzy story, and then people won't be so mad when you pull some BS. And I found it, and he used to say in meetings, we need like a, a kid whose family's house burned down and they've got nowhere to go. Uh, we need some Mexican boys 
to like be like a sad, dirty one. <laughs> All right. So we were scouring the newspaper, and a guy named Fred who used to work here comes back. I found the family that has um, lost their home through fire. And uh, that's how Fred sounded. Like he always had a cold. And uh, and um, he would, uh, and we would love to do something. He's a big Cardinals fan. And uh, I think we can, uh, through Miniger, we could get some uh, some tickets and send this kid off to uh, to the game. That's great. They lost their, the whole, the whole lot of these POCs lost their house, these Mexicans. And, and Chuck didn't care. He just wanted those. He wanted the story on the air. These Mexicans have lost their home. Let's bring. Something so, that we can fix immediately. We bring the family in on the air. <laughs> Nobody told me or Brady anything. And we're sending them off to see the Saints and Cardinals in the playoffs. It was our Christmas thing. That was uh, right after Christmas. I think we were, I think we gave it to them. And it turned out to be the game if they're that's like, the one like they're later, to. right? That's yeah. the one they ended up getting. And we're like, we're going to give you guys tickets. The Cardinals were in the playoffs at that point by Christmas. We're going to give you guys tickets. Like, okay. We get word back. They're very happy. They come back from the game. They, they get paraded right to the radio station. Sit in the studio. And I'm like, all right, here's the people who we gave the tickets to and a story of this, this terrible tragedy that, that, you know, they lost their pets. I think one of the people in their house burned up like 90% of their body was there still in ICU, but they needed to go see the Cardinals. <laughs> and then the, the little, one thing he the wants little to boy do. hits the mic. I got like a scarab and I key. What? God damn it. They don't speak English. Not a one of them. Nobody told me. Cut him out. We, we got to get him on the goddamn air. It'll be a nice, warm, fuzzy. And I have the music going in the background. I'm all ready with the, you know, I'm like, this is going to be amazing. Maybe maybe Chuck's right. We get this together. And... I got a key. Like, what's going on? Cut him out. I'm like, oh, no. Wasn't that I'm a situation to... where Chuck had already promised them, like, yes. weeks earlier? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Everything. And he stood in that window. Yep. God damn it! And I'm like, this is such a KRP moment. <laughs> Nobody in their family could translate. They had some guy who rudimentary Spanish. John, I think he's happy. They're very happy. They're very happy. And they just wanted to say thank Gracias, gracias, amigo. Gracias, amigo. I'm like, okay. Which one? And he'd show me his little arm and it's like half burned off. He's like, the Cardinal, Kurt Warner. And Kurt Warner signed something for him and said, uh, you know, Mira, en uh, fuego es no bueno. Fire bat. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm trying to speak Spanish. Like, what am I doing? And that was the day. I'm like, never again. We're done here. That probably backfired a little bit. You think? You think that 15 <laughs> minutes with the Mexican burn boy was a bad idea? For it made us look a little less than authentic. You think that was a good idea? We've been talking with them for weeks. <laughs> yeah, and that's how we had presented. Like the family, we we've heard from them. They're they're so thrilled. And then they, we lied like crazy to make it was so bad. Like we were trying to make everybody because we're like maybe this works. Like maybe we do need to do this. Like our, I don't know, like fourth year on the air, and we never do anything. Like no, find a goddamn minority that's been through hell and give them stuff. Did you ever we watch the news? To you have it. to do this. We did, and we lied for weeks about how our relationship with them had grown. I spoke to the, I spoke to the uncle. It's like the uncle's doing great. In fact, we're gonna go. Yesterday we were playing soccer. Yeah, I was telling him, yeah, I was having, I was playing football with a couple of them, and I, and I told him, I said, when you get better, uh, when you get better, we're gonna go grab some beers, some cervezas, and little did I know, this whole family was fresh out of the river. Like not a one of them. And then Chuck, they have green cards. We didn't even check to see if they're citizens. This is going to, we're going to get sued. And then it, the whole thing swung. Kid got 800 bucks a ticket. 
I sold him. Yeah, and you know what's great about it? You'd think after that, like if it was if it was meaningful to him at all after his big house fire and his uncle torched and all that stuff, and he comes in, like we'd hear from him. Like he's like twenty four now. Like if that was like he'd call and go, Hey guys, I'm that kid you sent to New Orleans for the Cardinals playoff game. It's just it's just such a great moment. That was such a we he doesn't know who we are at all. He think he probably calls Pialine on the rig and says, Hey, remember when you sent me to the and he was like, I don't send you anywhere. Bottom line is, John, it is way better than Whitey shaving the kid's head off and, and bilking out of cancer money. Huh? Well, the Whitey? white people shave their oh. kids' heads <laughs> and scam. I'm not in on that scam. What the hell's with wrong with you? It was a That's happened of, like five times. There's a couple of people who have done the fake cancer thing. <laughs> I'm not going to blame an entire race for it. It tends to it's lean white. Whitey. It tends to lean white. Yeah, it's white women. But the same way serial killers almost always, wow, you know, white guys. Occasionally it gets, like, the Malvos will shock you. Yeah. Like, Holy cow, one of them's black. Like, but still, let's not blame an entire race for the fake cancer. Look, I was kidding. I'm, I know, I know, but you were right. But let's, there's been some black people who have faked cancer, too. And some Mexicans who faked the whole house fire to go to New Orleans to watch the Cardinals. I believe that was Kurt Warner's, like, I think that so. was the last one. That was the one he got... That was the bounty. So that wasn't that, that long. That was one of the bounty that games. That was like 2010. Maybe it was earlier than that. Maybe that wasn't the Kurt Warner last game. I think it was. That was the that game like that Greg Williams was. That was the game that Greg Williams was paying bounty his players yeah, to, to kill him. To kill him. But that had to be 2010 then. So what were we? Yeah, we must. Chuck must have been Bowl. mad at us for something. It was after the Super Bowl. Because we were pretty authentic by then. Whatever we did that time, we were. We must have been almost in trouble and had to. Because we lied. That I've never lied like that. We had something was going on. Like, he was worried about something. Because otherwise, we wouldn't have done it. Because we were established at that point. Now that I'm thinking about it, we were we were at it for a while. But every we once in a while, though. something like that would come by. I'm like, hey, here's something you could get on yeah. if you wanted. I don't do that anymore. A, there's too many scams. And B, there's, there's, I'm not doing individual help. Because the second you do it, then like other people who have burned up uncles start calling, well, what about me? That's why the car wash thing for years. Could you mention our car wash? My nana died. I'm like, if I mention your car wash, I'm going to get flooded That's with all car we're wash. Be doing. We're going to have a segment. Yeah, we have a segment called Dead Uncle Car Wash. We, we're yeah. talking about doing like every Friday. Yeah. Yeah. The rundown of death washes. Yeah, Tio Gutierrez is, is like the first of the 4,000 car washes we've mentioned. I want to help groups of people, but oh, sorry. I had to get that out of there. We just lied. I was at dinner with the family. I made up stories. Chuck was forcing her hand on that one. Forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, remember that little kid walking in? He didn't speak. A, <laughs> didn't speak a lick of English. None of them. The whole family just staring at us like these are the gringos that sent us to. Thanks, dicks. And none of them seemed that upset that their house burned down. Right. And what in the world were we thinking? You know what people need when their house burns down? A trip. But they got priorities. They, they got to get their house back together. Got excited when we put the monitors on and you were hitting the lasers. Oh, yeah. Wow, p- like, p- p- Pioline, it's Pioline. It's it's aquí. No, he's not. It's aquí. <laughs> Abuelita, it's a. Oh, Pioline. Mas, mas. Muy bueno. Okay, I'm not Pioline. And uh, anyway. Besides, they were Mexican. Their house burns down. They just move in with an uncle and other 13 people live there. It was crazy that we were thinking that was something. It's a bad idea. Then, anyway, I digress. <laughs> Good times. I wonder, I got to remember better why we did it. Because that seems awfully late in the game. I can understand us doing that the first couple There was couple a reason. Years. It was, it, it, I can't remember. We had exactly. probably, we, we weren't 
digging around for that kind of stuff by that point. Chuck was... He was mad at something. Chuck owed the charity something, and we didn't... Was it through the Boys and Girls? It It was the the Boys and Girls. Chuck owed the charity, and so we... And he didn't want to pay out of his pocket, so we had to do a nice thing. That's right. (laughs) That's exactly what it was. So he forced us to do that. That's right. It's because he was in deep with them, and he promised he'd do something, and they made us do it with and they gave us the family. It was Guadalupe. What'd you expect? Might have been his 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 wife Mary's company as well. Which oh yeah, see, they were all over the road. So. That's what it was. Good job, Toledo. That's a weight off my shoulders that we we were forced to do it. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Cardinal Kurt Warner. Yeah, I know you love Kurt Warner. Oh Christ, how long does this have to last? I don't Thanks speak for- any goddamn English. I know this is your doing. Yeah, you didn't know this ahead of time. <laughs> How did we make it? I have no idea how 20 years have passed without us getting killed. Uh, anyway, t- it's time for the Brady Report. Get over this. Uh, the 12 Days of Strays is still going on. Uh, I don't know which one's up today, but I know every dog I played with the other day, I wanted. There was, oh, I hope it's Bella Dozer. Bella Dozer was awesome. And again, we're like we're like four for five. I think the only one that hasn't been adopted yet is uh, uh, Mr. Worldwide. And he's one what? of the, I know. He's the coolest one I've done. I mean, they're all great. Night, Night, the crazy black lab, has a home. I think Marshmallow got adopted yesterday. I had a couple of meetings at least. People wanted to go see Marshmallow. And t- I, I hope it's Bella Dozer. But Mr. Worldwide's still there. And the 12 Days of Strays is uh, great. Um, and we're, we're doing great with it. The shark Society. is today. The shark today. Shark is the German shepherd. Yep. One of the prettiest dogs I've ever seen. That dog is gorgeous. Like, you've seen police dogs. This one makes them look dirty. Uh, he's got this silverish gray in his black. He is beautiful. Shark is stunning. Shark, and I don't, oh, like, the, yeah. I don't like the name Shark for a dog because it just puts people off that yeah. they're biters. Shark was the sweetest, sweetest guy ever. I loved him. So if you want to grab him, that's a deal right there. Hooters and Learner and Road take care of it. Yeah, Shark is awesome. And, awesome. and trained, like he sits, he shakes, he rolls over, he lays down. He's got a lot of training. His owner couldn't take care of him and he got sick oh. and couldn't uh, hang on to Shark anymore because he's young and like wasn't home enough. So Shark needed to go someplace else if i remember that right so that's pretty great so uh yeah sharks up for uh, today and learner and row and hooters take care of the adoption fees in fact bissell has stepped up and they're taking care of a ton of adoption fees yeah. that's another story for another day but the 12 days of strays right now are pretty awesome so check out shark and if shark's not right for you there's plenty of other ones down there. the shelter is full shark's amazing i love that dog uh, thank you hooters brady reported good thursday morning to you phoenix hello world hi brady do it in spanish <laughs> Hola, world. <laughs> bad. I don't know. One word? Not really? Great. You're giving him credit for hello? Hey. Hold it out. <laughs> hey, Pasa, Phoenix. Hola, yeah, world. All right. That's not anything. That's retarded Spanglish. <laughs> Today's National Pastry Day mm. and Christmas Card Day. Don't confuse the two. Got a couple of baseless fun facts. James Bond was almost named Jesus. No. Huh? James Secretin. Or Saint Jesus. Huh? James Bond's original screen name, basically, or for the book. Yeah. Originally, they wanted to Did go you with just James Secretin. For a second there? Did you just... I was reading something else. On oh, that. Yeah. you can do two things at once. I'm worried about it. There was an upbeat top 40 hit. About cannibalism in 1971. It's called Timothy. Oh. It was a one hit wonder band called the Buoys. 
B-O-U-Y-S? Uh, the B-U-O-Y-S. Yeah, B-U-O-Y-S. The song was written by Rupert Holmes. No kidding, the Pina Colada guy. Yep. I pulled up just a sample of it, and I can't... You know, 71. Oh, that's betting parlays. Commercials for everything. And it's called what? Timothy. I think we've talked about this one. I think we had two, but I... It's about eating people? I don't know this song. Yeah, it didn't ring a bell with me Sounds either, but... I feel like we've talked about it too, but that doesn't ring nah, any bells. Looks like a young Christopher Shane is in this band, though. I think it probably could be because Chris isn't that young anymore, so this might actually be his first band. <laughs> he's been he's been fighting for the for the dream since the Timothys. The U.S. state that has the most speaking French at home, uh, Louisiana. Incorrect. Really? Damn it! So most people too. speaking French at home. Uh, it's a good feel like New York. It would have to be New York, Florida. Maine. Uh, oh, yeah. 5.3% of households in Maine speak French versus 47 in Louisiana. They get that wacky accent. Border. There was uh, if you were to, Montreal. If, yeah. And Nova Scotia's close. A lot of Frenchies up there. A little heads up if uh, you haven't put up your Christmas tree yet or if you already have it and it's it can mess up your uh, Wi-Fi at home. If you have tinsel on your tree and it's no near kidding. the router. They also really? said, do not plug the lights in the same outlet of as your router. router. Really? Yeah. Lights and tinsel yeah. can make it even worse, comboed up. When the radio waves that your router pumps out hit tinsel, they bounce off and scatter. Wouldn't that help it? Which can slow down the Wi-Fi. Uh, doesn't the mere presence of tinsel everywhere then do that? Yeah. Why does it have to be out of its container in the garage? <laughs> that it's closer to the router. Oh. It's been... Like people, you if you set up your tinsel? tree next to your router, maybe you'll see a You know, I don't there. do tinsel anymore. I yeah, I don't, I don't see it. It's old people It's just stuff. messy. Yeah, it's messy and it looks oh. like an old lady's tree. But we used to, as a kid, we oh. used to do tinsel all the time. Yeah. Somebody pointed out that Toledo's birthday is June... Was it July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine, which was the one, year, one year anniversary of the moonshot? Which means no, no, no. That's when it happened. I oh, was, oh, you were I one. one. So prior to that, when your dad found out you were born, yep. he'd spent one year learning how to be an astronaut to get out of to here. the moon. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh my god, yep. this lady's having a kid down the street. Just and it's so mine. happens. I gotta, I gotta get. get I gotta get as far <laughs> away from here as possible. It's like I hear about this moonshot. I'm on it. So we think your dad might be on the moon. Just. Push, just detouring all the other countries that, away. That's that the guy from the Umbrella Academy. He's get out of here. Get out of here. Three in five Americans say they're more exhausted than ever. And the average worker will hit a wall at 1.04 p.m. today. Because you're all fat. Top reasons. Fat. Bad sleep. Long hours. Fat. Too much screen time. Fat. Fat. Or kids zapping all of your energy. Fat. And the fact that the pandemic is still making things more complicated. The majority of the nation is out of shape. Yep. And no one wants to talk about that. My couch is ambient. If I hit the couch, I'm done. No one wants to talk. I'm up. No one wants to bring up the fact we're sleepy because we're hauling around 30 extra pounds. All of us. Yep. America is huge. I've been doing it for years. And you're sleepy a lot. You fall asleep sitting down sometimes. Think about it. You can't get through a movie without nestling into those little shoulders. I'm going. But your body's like, thank God. Yeah, one o'clock movie. You're out. You're out. 
one o'clock comes around, you're finished, man. That's why I try to plan an activity right afterwards. Keep moving. An activity after. Just keep moving. Yeah. Your activities are watching TV, and you go to sleep and wake up, and go to sleep and wake up. An annual survey looked at the top things that cause arguments in the car. Carguments. <laughs> That's good, Brady. The top five things. <laughs> so excited. He screamed that at me. That caused arguments. That's going to be a new glossary term no. for him for the next backseat driving. Yeah, getting getting lost, messing uh, messing with the AC, oh, the control radio. What are you doing? Touching the stuff, having your hands on things. As a passenger, you just sit there. And you know what's worse? We need gas. Oh yeah. And then she points out a gas station on the other side of the road. There's one. Right, I know. I see it too, but we're nowhere near that side of the street. Well, I passed it. Oh, my God. You pointed it out as we were passing it. Three lanes to cross to get there. I'll get gas. You should turn right here. Oh, you mean at this road we're going past? This guy named Avi Hammeroff lives in Lower Paxton Township, which is just outside of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And he and his wife, Lindsay, voted in their local election last month. They were filling out their mail-in ballots when they noticed a few positions where only one person was running. The only other option was to write someone's name in. Avi is a doctor at a local hospital, but he's always wanted to be involved in politics. So as a goof, he wrote his own name in for inspector of elections. And Lindsay voted for him, too. And it turned out two votes was enough. He won. Congratulations. The precinct elects two people to the position every four years. Those, <laughs> And then those people oversee stuff on election day. Check people in and help with provisional ballots. Close it when people of color show up. That's what those hunger strike kids are all about right now. A woman named Trudy Hirschman got the most votes because her name was on the ballot. Ave had the second most with two votes. Man. Tight battle. Wonderful continuing. Does that trigger a runoff? That's true. No, you can win by enough two, percentage. Two people. Oh, okay. And if so uh, no one same, got it, the same vote. thing again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Try it again. Maybe you could sway this voter. <laughs> we earlier this week we heard about the Joel Osteen yes. money. The well, money the, the power of radio worked again. Um the plumber that discovered the money found out. Um, that the Crime Stoppers offered uh, $5,000 for anyone that was tipped where the, the money was. Yeah, and he found it. Crime Stoppers of Houston initially refused to pay up because they say there was a five-year limit coming forward. Really? And it was 2014. Unsolved crimes have deadlines for Crime Stoppers? Evidently. Hmm. But some guy uh, on a radio station, The Kilt, Kept ragging on Crime Stoppers. Yeah, and rightfully so. There was a backlash on social media. Now Crime Stoppers are giving the plumber 20 grand. Oh, they boosted it. Which is, by the way, the plumber's hourly rate. The plumbers are crazy. But... All in all, they found $580,000 of the Osteen. <laughs> it was 600. Yeah, I took it right yeah. out of there. I know. I did the Minor math. He just explained it to us. <laughs> you kind of looked at me. <laughs> oh, I got to know. I knew exactly what you were saying. That's I've got a wild crazy. world. The amount of money that they had in that wall, and nobody's done any questioning of, like, internal. It's like, that's just what it was. It was just Joel's problem. Like, Nothing to see here. 
you're not even curious that they had 600 grand go missing and they just ticked right or chugged right well, along? Well, five years. I mean, when they reported it. I'm just saying. You never once heard of Joel, like, struggling from it. Most people lose They took care of it, John. Yeah, 600 grand. That guy's not around anymore. Petty cash. Oh, yeah, no, they drowned people like crazy in the Gulf. They probably went through 12 people in the... Uh, Administration. All right, we Found have some number. missing money here at the Osteen Ministries, and I want to know one, you is it? one thing: which one of you motherfuckers <laughs> took it? Because you're going to die today. You're going to meet Jesus, and He's going to send you straight to hell. Better hope you got right with Him. You know who's not there? My mom, who survived breast cancer for being a better prayer than you. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild Wild World. <laughs> a middle-aged man in Singapore named Graham Spencer. He went out for a walk last week in the Singapore Botanic Gardens. Mm-hmm. And um, he's been doing it for months. This isn't the only time he's done it. But he saw something he'd never seen before on this last walk. A family of about 20 otters, hmm. which were around uh, 15 feet from him on the path. Big family. Another jogger ran past them. They got spooked, immediately swarmed Graham. The otters did. They're not nice. The otters. Yeah. They pushed him to the ground, bit him 26 times in, tw- in 10 seconds. They even bit him through his shoes, his shorts, getting him, to, you know, on the backside, oh, yeah. on the butt shots. Okay. Grandma was with a friend at the time, and he started screaming and waving his hands. His buddy did. How come his buddy did Grandma was eaten? on the ground. You know why, Brady? Because Graham is you, and his buddy is me. You got closer to the otters. Thinking that they're friendly, and I ran away, and I was the one to get help while you got. Buddy beaten stuck by around, yelled, screamed, waved his hands. The otters froze, and Graham was able to get away, get up, and run away. This is your death. Graham was tweet- treated for his uh, wounds. That's right. He'll be okay. But he believes that if his buddy wasn't there, that's right. If the smart one dead. wasn't there, if the smarter of the two you wasn't there, can't get away from twenty otters. <laughs> that's right, Brady. You know how you can get away from twenty otters. Don't be the guy going, look, otters, I'm going to grab the little one. Which you would do. I would have been playing with those That's otters. That's right. And, you, and I would have been screaming for help because the play would have turned to biting rather quickly and you'd be in trouble. you got to leave the wildlife alone. That was the Brady of Singapore. But that, they no big deal. We go over here. And then the other guy's like, help, help, because the, the otters didn't attack him. You never go to a group of uh, otters. I don't even know what it's you called. do. You Without would. food. You would do it. That's your wild, wild world. So you become the quick grocery store and the 18 otters that don't you get better have something you to better offer. have something for everybody. And there's therein lies the truth that you will die. I think I got some sardines in my pocket. Would anybody be shocked? Like if, if you found a hey, Holmberg died. Like how? Otter attack. Like that is shocking. Nope. Brady died. How? Otter attack. Yeah, nope. that sounds about right. Yep. Doesn't surprise so we me. we wandered into an otter farm. Uh-huh. Heck- Pecked to death by an ostrich. <laughs> he, he couldn't help himself. He found out there was an otter farm and he had to be Ooh. part of it. Yeah. Oh, Kerberderbs, hold my drink. Hi, it, otters. Before I knew what Chuck Walla is, when you told me that story about him and a Chuck Walla, I just yeah. thought, there's going to be a bad bad tale today. Yeah, Brady dying of being uh, of stroke, heart attack, or pecked to death. None <laughs> of them surprised me. None of, like, when it comes to, like, oh, that's so sad, but very, very expected. It's like when Ralphie died. Yes, we knew he was going to go. What pecked him to death? How did you know? Please, just answer the question. And you know what will happen on the news when that happens? All of your tales from Christy at the, at <laughs> right. the zoo will be there. No, where Ooh, be, where he's be got all a good who one did it? over that. Yeah, Brady's <laughs> zoo drops would be like, oh, right oh. on. Oh. You're good. Yeah. 
Let's get up there. There we go. Wow, he's got a strength on him. That you face fisting a camel because you can't resist. I have no interest in it. You know how I know camels uh, have made it so long without me? Because they've made it so long without me. I don't need to be the one jamming food in a hippo's mouth. They did just fine without my hands being involved. You want to feed it? No, it's doing all right on its own. Look at it. It's two I tons. I got to get you out there to meet Jordan. No, thank camel. you. No. I can look at Jordan. I have no interest in being friendly with Jordan the camel or giving it food. You know how many years they've done just fine without our hands? Tons. Brady's sitting there slamming pumpkins in the mouth of a hippo because the hippo's useless without Brady. He needs this. No, he doesn't. He'd have figured this out. Besides, We're I don't know, friends. I don't know that pumpkins are just floating around in hippo country on a rig. I think this is wrong. Feeding another pumpkin. <laughs> Do they eat pumpkins like in the wild? No. Why are we doing this? Because it's cool to smash pumpkins in a hippo's mouth. So it's all just for show for you. Yeah. Peck to death. Probably by like a group of uh, rogue platypuses in some strange vacation Brady goes on. They were everywhere. In West Bend, Wisconsin, uh, this restaurant's catching, it's gone viral because of its name, and it's been around for a while. Omicron Family Restaurant. Oh, yeah. It's a Greek restaurant. Yeah. Specialized in... Uh, Omicron. Some of the best food, Greek, Italian, and Mexican foods. The Greeks can whip it up. <laughs> Nobody, we, but clearly, it, Greek food's not good because if it was, you wouldn't need Italian and Mexican attached to the menu. Greek food I'll just, sucks. I'll tell you, uh, Greek restaurants always seem like they, they do the same formula. I mean, multiple, yeah. not yeah. only Greek foods. They have Greek food yeah. and then stuff you want. Yeah. Yeah, tzatziki, more olives. They got it. More olives, tzatziki. No, Sold. I don't, I don't want any of that. You got lasagna? Yes. Then I'll have that. They get burritos, lasagna, and tzatziki and goat. No thanks. Euro, euro, super beef. The first, beef. Pa- the first page is all Greek. Yeah, turn it. Next page is the food. This is crazy. This is uh, now available in London, Amsterdam, and Berlin, and Tel Aviv. 3D printed steak. Ew. Yeah, I've seen this. This is pretty neat. Huh? Yeah, it and is actually pretty cool. One of the people out there trying it out was uh, the uh, executive chef, Ben. I can't Here say Here we go. Name. Give it a try. Okay. Shitrit. Okay. That's his name. There's nothing <laughs> to do name. about that. Um, That's uh, Tim and Ben from uh, the, the KNIX. That's, that's his, his real, real name. name. Yeah. yeah, Ben Hattrick's real name is Ben Shitrit. Another person that Shitrick. won uh, That's a tough Gordon Ramsay's master. Wow. <laughs> hey, Shitrick. Yeah, I hear you. I know what you want. <laughs> is that a name or is this something you do? Shut up, you guys. It looks, I mean, it's so it wild. It looks like when meat. They, and when they cut look it. Look at the combination of on the 3D printer. You got three different. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a red uh, <laughs> a velvet cake. But look at the categories to mix Fat it all in. blood muscle. I watched this the other day, and they and it looks like a red velvet cake being made by three little prong things, and then yep. it comes out, it looks like a steak. Yeah, cooked and sliced up, and they say yeah. the taste. They're doing, um, you know, not only beef, but is lamb. It, is it real fat, blood, and muscle, or is it simulated? Because simulated. otherwise, what's yeah? Because the point of this is to get rid of the cattle. No animal industry. Yeah. And if you can look, if you can make it taste like that, and it isn't like vegetarian crap. That Impossible Burger is called that because it's impossible to stomach if you know what meat tastes like. 
So, uh, you know, the other side of it is I thought, well, if they start doing this, it's going to be really expensive. They're saying it's going to be around the same price as the yeah. actual. Well, the thing on the news I, I saw that is that if, you, if once everybody kind of gets this technology in their home, you can print meals. Yeah. Which is crazy. Jetsons. It is Jetsons. But how do you, but don't you have to load it like my printer? Every month needs new ink. Hey, we're out of uh, protein paste. Blood, fat, and yeah. muscle. We're low on blood. Go get the veggie mm. paste. These printed steaks are terrible. You didn't have enough muscle. And then someone will... No, we're out of carrot. Suggest a hack. Yeah. Instead of the blood, use this. Right. <laughs> use your own blood. <sighs> yeah, Let's get know. to some radio videos. All right. Got a couple of uh, gems that I By saw. By the way, the, Brady, people... Real quick. People, everybody says that Greek dishes are sized, served with a side of philosophy, debate, and boy molestation. <laughs> and that makes the meal worth it. What do you eat at a Greek place? No, that's, a that's Josh great. Mulcahy. That's a good one. What do you get at a Greek restaurant, Brady? It does I mean, like, if you want a, um, a really good Euros. cheeseburger. That's right. You get a cheeseburger at a Greek restaurant. But I get Nothing what screams. I, if I'm going Greek, yeah, I'll get a gyro. Um, I like the. You get the uh, goat meat. Yeah, that's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. And it's not just it goat, really it's a mix. It's a mix of meat. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's like meatloaf on Lasagna a stick. or goat meat? Falafel. What do you, what do you want? I'm giving you the two options. You're going to have to pick lasagna every time because it's better. That's I why know. they have Italian food at those Lasagna's places. a risk sometimes. Eggplant I've had lasagna. lasagna. Over oh. goat? <laughs> Over goat? No thanks. Goat is good. Ugh, poor people talk. <laughs> I love eating goats. What are you from? Afghanistan? You like lamb? What are you talking about? Ugh. You don't like lamb? No. Lamb is delicious. Mm. Mm. Ugh. Ugh. What's wrong with you? You don't like a gyro? Oh, that's tzatziki? You know what that is, right? Goodness. No, it's a uh, Greek <laughs> comes right out of the dude's schwantz. <laughs> <laughs> that's gross. That stuff's disgusting. With a little dill? And- no. That's why they always have burritos at Greek restaurants. They know. They know. If there's a Greek restaurant by my house, never has a soul in it. Not a. It's a front for something. It's been there for 30 years. 18th the Street and Camelback. Well, Crazy Jim's. You're talking about. I get a turkey sandwich. The at one crazy by yours is, oh my God, uh, is it Bacchanal? I don't know, Brady. I don't know where all the Greek on 18th restaurants. and Camelback. Whatever. But it, Bacchanal. It just Bacchanal. Says, is that what it's called? It? it just says Greek restaurant outside. Because they know nobody's In the coming. Greek letters? They got like a patio. Yeah, it's in the Greek. Yeah, it the Greek looks letters. like a forum. Yes, exactly. Been there, John. Yeah, I know. And it's once, good. once. How many times you been? A couple of times. Yeah, and then what? It's not very good, is it? I moved out of the neighborhood. Yeah, you don't you want know, to but... eat Greek food because it's disgusting. No way. I'll go. I'll go today, you mother. Well, of course you'll go eat. Big surprise. You're not on a hunger strike. I'll show you. I'll eat extra. Okay, go ahead. But it's not something people crave because it's gross. And that's why every time you go to a Greek restaurant, there's an Italian page and there's a Mexican page. All of them. Because they know. And they're good at it. Yeah, because it's better food. You're happy when you get a burrito. I like the Greek food. Perfect. There's a review from Toledo. If Toledo likes it and you like it, you're a Toledo. And you know what that makes you? Bastard in a basket. Delicious. Greek racist. <laughs> That's right. I'm not racist towards the people. I just think their food sucks. Wash it down, a little dessert. Yeah. You and Toledo can go there together. Bastard from a basket. Baklava can get heavy. Look at me. 
You're lower than a bastard. All dishes served with philosophy and a side of boy molestation. It's <laughs> a fact. Sorry, go ahead. Something we don't have to worry about too Yuck. too often in Arizona, but right. the first radio video is the guy doing the old tongue on the frozen, frozen pole. pole. Right. This guy goes in there pretty deep. <laughs> Let me lick the pole. Oh, look. Oh, look. Oh, yeah, that's long. They glued it on there. Oh. Now he tries to do the oh. hot breath. Try to... Does that make it work? We just pour hot water on it, right? Yeah, yeah, you do, but it, it really not, oh, it, look it's at not it. hot. It, it burns. Just that warm. burns your tongue. Well, whatever it is. <laughs> that's a terrible idea. Yeah. yeah. What did you think it was going to happen? Frozen or otherwise, you shouldn't be licking He just wanted poles. to go viral with it. Right. He did. Next is a dog on a speeding boat. Oh, no. These people deserve it by putting the dog up up front. Oh, what happened? This dog has to go. Oh, he poops on their boat. Yeah, watch what the poops do. Oh, and it flies back to them because they're going like 100 miles an hour. I got to say, that's some placid water right there. They are flying. That boat's not moving. The dog deuce is right there on the bow. And it shoots right back to the driver. Looks like we got some more <laughs> That's bait. good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah, get that out in the water. Chumming. Man, that boat's flying. All right, and we got a uh, a big and jumping off the dock. Brett's going to be very yeah, disappointed he missed this I video. Be, I want already just on the freeze frame. Want to tell Brett? Yep. You are missing this. This is a a ham planet of a woman about to leap off a dock. This is Only two, hilarious things can happen. Two ham planets in a bikini. Let me tell you this. Nothing even successful with them. If they if they pull off whatever they're trying to do, I'm still going to laugh at it. Because ham planets leaping into water is funny even when they succeed. Look at already how high the dock is. Can't imagine what's going to... Uh, this is going to be bad, and I'm going to love it. Hit it. Surprise, surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Surprise, surprise, <laughs> 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 belly flops straight in, and then they edit to a tsunami. A giant wave. That's phenomenal. The best part of that video is I'm laughing hysterically at the tsunami crushing the, the <laughs> Thailand people. Took somebody off that yeah, scooter. It killed 50,000 people, and it was funny enough because we now know the source. Surprise, surprise! The in water is just ridiculous. He's huge. <laughs> Who told her to go swimming? The whole wow. reason was that was for Brett. She's yeah. a human bounce house. You should have saved that. I'll, to, I'll put it on there so he can oh, see it while he's out on site. Fantastic stuff. Big girls leaping in water, even successfully. Always funny. Nothing unfunny about it. Would you consider that a leap? That's more of a fall. Well, she didn't have that's much. Fall she's not going up first. She's never. That's a leap to her. There's no lift off. No, there's no, like, she doesn't have the ability to get it going up and then, like, rainbow. It's going straight in. Yeah. Gravity's doing extra for her. I bet she's exhausted. <laughs> like every day, I bet. Woo! At one point, every day that girl goes, "I'm so tired," and she just can't figure out why. One point, there's Could only one point in her day that, that she says yeah, that, you're John? deadlifting 450 all day. I can't figure out why I can't just wake up. Oh, I don't know. You've got an elephant on your shoulders. I guess. I'm hungry and sleepy all the time. Mm-hmm. Let's take her swimming. Oh, I love Biggins on Biggins on ropes, and Biggins getting in water. Oh, Biggins getting in water is just. There's there was another one. The guy just—he must have been six hundred pounds off the yeah. high board. Oh, 
into the pool. See, and that's like when fat dudes do it, they know they're funny. Yeah. Fat women do it, they're trying to like show that they're agile and stuff, and it always ends up being funny. Just, just giant fat people are leaping in water is an immediate hilarious moment. That's a pie in the face. That's just funny. To you, like the way farts are always funny, fat people in bikinis jumping into water, I, it's hysterical. And that's why everybody always gets real excited when that giant dude gets up on the high dive. They're like, this is, this, is, this is guaranteed entertainment. When a fat woman does it, you're like, oh, geez. And you keep it quiet because she's not doing it for the laughs. She's doing it because she wants to be like us. <laughs> and she's not. Great stuff. I'd like to watch that on a loop pretty much all day. And she went out, and the best is she went out and shopped for the perfect bikini that accentuated all of her lumps. And she's like, this pink one looks nice. I'm going to go swimming in the lake. Uh-huh. Head to our Facebook page. You can follow along. And the fish aren't worried in the lake because they're fat-free. So she's, they're no threat. I don't feel threatened by her. Uh, it's eight and a Japanese guy gets in there. He's like, oh, boy, run away. They eat a lot okay. of us. Uh, it's 819. We'll talk to Brett in just a second. He's out there this morning at Black Rock on uh, Southern and Gilbert, and he's got himself a great deal. You bring some cans of food down for Operation Hydration, and Brett's going to get you a chance to win a Sanderson Ford or Sanderson Lincoln. Plus, you get Black Rock Coffee, a classic drip for 98 cents. We'll talk to Brett next. There goes your Brady report. There you go. It's a five-finger death punch right there. It's never enough. It's never, ever enough. You know that. Now, Brett is running around this morning doing nice things. He's our holiday elf. He's the elf on the shelf. I'm really enjoying that the elf on the shelf from our listeners are being uh, abused. The pictures you're sending me. One guy just sent me a picture. I have the exact same Barry Wood bobble. It's a bobble dick. His head bobbles and his pee-pee bobbles, and the pee-pee's huge, and it comes with a sock. Uh, Barry Wood, of course, that giant black guy that was COVID for me. Uh, between me and about 60 different friends, a couple real good close ones that uh, we ended up bonding over Barry Wood. I've got two paintings from J. Todd Himes of Barry. So there's this bobble dick, and uh, this guy just, uh, he said, my wife doesn't let me do this anymore. I'm not allowed to to place the elf in the shelf. Is the elf in the shelf out now? Oh, yeah. Is, what is he, 20 days out? Or how many days you do this? All the way up. I can't when do you start? You don't do we yank him Christmas Eve? I don't. I'm not asking when it ends. When does it start? Oh, um, right after uh, Thanksgiving. Like so he just December hangs 1st. around the house, for, but there's no like he's there for. It's not the 12 days of Christmas of the Elf on the Shelf. It's just whenever you start sticking him out there, making sure your kids behave. Right. It's North and Korea. And if he leaves, right, you're in trouble, man. It's Kim Jong Il. It's basically North Korea surveillance of yes. your child, right? Which is Big what we brother, teach him. Yep. Yeah. And you are being judged and rated, and you will either be executed or rewarded for your behavior. Uh, but the guy's got the elf on the shelf straddling, like he's got reverse cowgirl with Barry Wood. And then our friend Kevin from Prestige Billiards put a hostage elf in a cup with a dog that looks like their dog and wrote names of the kids on the elves and then uh, put them in the garbage disposal. <laughs> so the elf on the shelf's watching. Like, yeah, you're not allowed to play this anymore. Elf on the shelf is an abusive tactic to let kids feel uh, constantly under surveillance. You still do it? You don't do it anymore. Um, not as, I mean, he's, he's there. He's up in the he's tree out. right now. He might've moved. Ron, Ron oh, Ronnie moves him around. Dreaming of the day that Kirby cared. Now that she's older, she's not. Yeah. Not participating. A member of. Getting Christmas. into the rebel years. What does that mean? When the kids rebel. Oh, she's starting to throw back? Smoking a little bit? What's no, going on? No, what do you mean? 
What is she rebelling? Well, we, we had the one little uh, fight of getting ready on yeah, Sunday's no, charity. No, that's just a bigot. standard. That's, that's what I'm not saying, rebellious. But... That's just a kid being. Yeah, a dick. she's not. We're not talking like rebel. Like Toledo's kids rebelling. Well, I found some, you know, empty syringes in. Yeah, you know, she's shooting stuff. heroin. Well, yeah, that's rebelling, Brady. You need to look into that. But you know what? Also, if she seems happy, Valderie, if she's happy, Valderie, all that matters. Who cares? Bert, did you rebel when you were a kid? What was your big move? What's that? When, were you rebellious as a kid? Uh, I guess it depends on who you ask. <laughs> I'm asking you. <laughs> what do you mean? Very Italian answer. I'm asking you. That's an Italian answer. I don't know. Who are you asking? I'm asking you, jackass. Did you rebel? <laughs> That's what I said. It depends on who you ask. You asking me? Uh, I'd say no. That <laughs> was a good kid. I, was, I didn't rebel at all. Yeah, I, yeah, I was I, I did nothing wrong. I didn't either. My sister was like pregnant every couple of weeks and smoking and had roach clips <laughs> in her hair. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. She's always in trouble. It. Tell you what, Brady, I'll yeah. trade you Kirby for Alex for <laughs> his rebellious. Two solid weekends. <laughs> We're trading kids, Brett. You want <laughs> two solid weeks? For Ricky Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a straight trade? You're Man. crazy. You got to add more. And I got Ricky Henderson. Are you crazy? The Hall of Famer. I'm taking some kid, some rebellious jackass. Brady calls rebelling just arguing with him. You know what rebelling is. Yeah, rebelling is, yeah. Not Drinking bad. all the strawberry schnapps. Right. Yeah, what are you talking about, rebellious? That was so mayonnaise, Gilbert Parent. We got those rebellious years. I tried to get her in a sweatshirt she didn't like, and that was a hell to pay. How about you, Toledo? My kid drank a bottle of strawberry schnapps and jerked off all over uh, the couch. It was a with tough it. weekend. It yeah. was a tough Sunday, Toledo. <laughs> and then he filmed himself smoking a blunt with a couple of That's his right. rapper friends. Well, the best part was being with yeah. you the other night, and uh, we're out, and you're, you've got a tracker on him because yep. he's such a jackass. Yep. And we looked at where he was. He's in the middle of, like, a giant park. I'm like, you know he's not doing it. It's nighttime. He's smoking. 100%. I know. And he's been there for an hour and a half. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> like, he hadn't moved for an yeah. hour. Like, he's either dead Maybe or he's, he's smoking weed. Yeah. Doing some oh, yeah. and meditation. He's, he's Walden Pond. Yeah. 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 He's Thoreau. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Writing poetry. Kirby's big deal is, I'm not really interested in getting dressed up. I don't want to wear this shirt. This is the type of rebellious you know behavior that'll send you right to hell. You know what I did? Uh, you walked away. Picked up the phone and said, I'm calling Chief Running Water. That's right. Uh, always threaten to send them to a... Register zero so for her. Kid. Yeah, that's the best thing uh, Brady's mom used to do is threaten to send them to a uh, minority uh, area. <laughs> you want to you wanna act up? We'll send you right away from all the white people. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We don't do it. Not Chief Running Water. Yeah. Straightened up a real fic- quick. A fictitious Native American that scared Brady straight. Chief Running Water. And, and with a racist, horrible name. Was she a big F Troop fan or something? Or is that something I don't know where she got it. I, I, gotta, I know where I she got it. Blatant racism from, from her childhood. No, it's blatant racism. Chief Running Water. That's He rude. was real. That's rude. Chief Indoor Plumbing is really. I don't yeah. know why she no, was. Bunny's a racist. One. She's from that time. They all are. Bray's parents were racist because that's how this country was when they were. It doesn't make them bad people. It just makes them a product of that time. We have a cemetery just down the road along the uh, Olentangy River. Uh-huh. The burial uh, chief Leatherlips. That's right. That's nice, pretty Good. Real. And the reason you bring it up is because it's funny to white people. No. Yeah, because you really weren't walking by there going, I bet he was a great man. You're one of those. Ha-ha, look at me. Oh, go, 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 go. I'm Chief Leatherlips. 
<laughs> you're not diving deep into the leather no, lips. No, you don't history. know his history that well, and you're only looking for the laughs. And I'm with you. His That's history fine. was they buried him, you know, Here in we the go. wrong spot. And his lips stuck out of the ground and made now a bike they rack. finally got the monument right. <laughs> his big leather lips made a bike rack for all the neighborhood. <laughs> park your bike rack. Park your bike rack. Anyway. Racism, right? You should try. And the thing that Kirby was complaining about Sunday, I don't even understand. It's just a regular shirt. It wasn't like you were trying to gussy her up. She said it what did itches she wa- her. It's itchy. It, you know. What did she want to wear? Um, I don't know. Some outfit like a she bought shirt. from a homeless guy. Yeah. I she think. was in jeans and, and uh, tennis shoes and a sweatshirt. And Ronnie's yeah. like, oh, she didn't want to get all dressed up. She, we got into a fight. And I'm like, this is like pajamas. So, so that yeah. is dressed Let's up for trade, Kirby right no. there on Sunday. She doesn't like getting yeah. it. Like, no. That's dressed up for Kirby. Yeah. Well, that's you guys got to put I've the got hammer down. I've got a kid that's got two... Giant shoelaces he uses for belts on his oversized pants. Let's trade. I would love to have the sweatshirt. Toledo, you don't have the problems I do. (laughs) Well, the scary part is, and this is true, is that you can still take your kid. I'm not so sure. I think Kirby wins two out of three falls with the old man. She's twice his height. I said I'm not wearing it, old man. One more time, you get a smack. And a lot of good it's been doing me to threaten him with violence. Yeah, you can't do that. He's throwing him on a window, and the kid made it. Anyway, sorry, Brett. I digress. Brett's out at Black Rock Coffee this morning on Southern, and Gilbert uh, out there giving away a car. That's hopefully what you're up to right now. Tell us how it's going. What's up? Pretty much. Oh, you know, before we start, I got to thank Brady for sending me the video of the wildebeest creates the yeah. tsunami. Yeah, hilarious. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. The one time I missed the I knew he'd love it. The fat lady jumping in the water. How many never... people were staring at you oh. as you were watching that? It's oh, a, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't hear me laughing from over there. Yeah, it's never disappointing to have a big person jump in water. No, no. Always fun. But, yeah, we're over here at uh, Black Rock Coffee Bar with uh, our friends from Sanderson Ford and Lincoln for Operation Santa Claus. Collecting those cans. Bring out your cans, all right? Uh, we're taking uh, can donations and getting you entered in to win a brand-new Ford or Lincoln. And if you don't got time to go through the pantry, no problem. No problem. We will take cash donations as well. So while you're out here, we'll, we'll get you signed up for all that. Plus, we got 98 cent coffee for you guys that are donating, and uh, we got a little bit of the KUPD swag left. So, uh, come on out, Black Rock Coffee, Gilbert Road, and Southern, just north of Southern, and uh, we'll be hanging out here till about like nine or so. All right, you got can a I ask a, a favor, Brett? Yeah, what do you got? A large iced blackout. You get himself that. A a, our large iced blackout. All right, I got you. A Coco Moco. Get him a Coco Moco and a large blackout. What is that? It's a uh, iced mocha with hazelnut. Oh, okay. So it's a milkshake? No, it's a coffee drink. It's a milkshake. There's coffee in it. Jesus, now I'm turning into Vader now, bringing <laughs> orders. Back. Yeah. So. If you can. Yeah. I got you. Okay. It's DoorDash, uh, the WAP DoorDash. I'll pay you when we get paid. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. All right. Hey, Dago Dash, I don't want anything. Hey. We're good. <laughs> Thanks, though. We'll talk to you later. There you go. Brett's out there at BlackRock this morning, all morning, trying to give you a car. Uh, Operation Santa Claus going on. Sanderson Ford, Sanderson Lincoln, standing right next to him. Uh, drop off those cans, and maybe you will end up with new wheels. That's a pretty good deal. It's 98KUPD. It's black. It's 857. It's weird. I got a, I got a football game tonight. The uh, Steelers are playing tonight, and it's first Thursday game of the year for me, and I'm not a fan of the Thursday night games. They're kind of annoying. And plus, when you're doing the FanDuel thing like I'm trying to do right now, you can't trust your own team because they're a road team on a Thursday night. Never trust that on the old FanDuel or on any betting apps at all. By the way, I just got this uh, email, Brady. It says, uh, Dear John, tell Brady I'm sorry for not uh, for him having so much trouble with Kirby's rebellious ways. Um, 
I can understand it. I mean, trying to get a kid in the right shirt has to be brutal. My kid dropped his gun at a friend's house, and he had to tell the police uh, the true story that if he didn't rob the old lady next door, his friends were going to beat his ass. Court date's the 23rd. Merry Christmas, Brady. Hope you figure it all out. Yeah, your rebellious ways are brutal. That kid's going to rob the neighbor. And what we went through, oh, I'm going to hang nightmare. on to this story because if I hear that story first, what he tells yeah. me, and then when I follow up, I go, man, I can totally relate what you're going through. Yeah. It's my daughter. We had the biggest fight over a shirt. Uh, and, and the best part is, is that she took the punishment so seriously when I said, so you lost all your electronics. I'll have them back by the end of the day. Like, really? She points to you. And I'm like, what? Yeah, you don't give them back. Did you give them back? Nope. It's still no. Uh, you iced her. Oh, uh, she got. Uh, all right. So, yeah, she got them back. No, she didn't. <laughs> but she, she did a little end around. Oh, so she is rebellious. She's supposed to, uh, you know, that means no communicating with her friends and stuff for the week. Right. She pulled out a pad, an old pad. Uh, please tell that. me more of that. Maxi Electric pad. No. She got an iPad. Right. She pulled out an old pad. She held it over me. Let me have my stuff back, old man. Doing this my homework. You're going to have a blood sandwich if you don't give me that iPad back. And she said, I thought it was just the phone. Like, no, no, she knew. Oh, yeah. She, she knew. told me she knew. Sunday, I'll, I'll rat her out. Sunday, she said, yeah, I lost my iPad and my phone. Yeah. And I got really mad when they were taking away the earbuds. She wanted her earbuds in her pots, yeah. Ronnie was taking it all. I said, when are you going to be two weeks? Is that how long? She goes, yeah, but I'll have it back by the end of the day. Thumbs, old man. This guy here, push We're still up. holding strong, John. Right, except, yeah, she's got her extra pad there. She's got a couple of them. She'll figure it out. She's doing end arounds on you all the time. That's their goal. Uh, and you've got a big recital tonight, which I'm excited for. Brady's got to go Me to Curvaderb's giant recital. We get an uh, email from Matt. He says, my 17-year-old daughter, senior in high school, been playing the viola since the sixth grade, and I've been to a crap ton of recitals throughout the years. At first, Brady, you know, it's like listening to people step on ducks and grinding them into the ground at Kiwanis Park. A bunch of white kids, a couple Mexicans, and usually a few Asians. By eighth grade, all but one of the Mexicans is usually gone. The whiteies have almost all bailed. 95% of the Asian kids that were there are there, and they sound like they should be in an orchestra pit on Broadway. They're very focused. The white kids are just trying to figure out where they are. By 10th grade, usually if your kid's still playing, he's the only one. Maybe four white kids max in the orchestra, and all our friends are monks. The music, not bad. (laughs) By senior year, I'm telling you, man, it's fantastic. String orchestra with a good instructor, which my kid's school has. Isn't a bad place to have your kid hang out. Full scholarships to college. Good kids to hang out with. Keep you out of trouble. Math grades, A's. My kid has upcoming paying gigs for the viola and likely will pay with a local orchestra for the TSO on next year's tour dates. The viola starts getting expensive, though. Yeah, they do. You get that cruddy one to start. By their senior year, you're looking at two, $4,000 or maybe even five to fifteen. My kid's at the better level now. I'm going to be broke for a while. I feel bad for Brady, though, because a lot of dead ducks tonight. Enjoy the show, Matt. Sure, you got a dead duck or she, something. She, uh, oh, little, little advantage because she didn't start at sixth grade. Yeah, but they're no good at anything. It's Enough. a lot better yeah. on this level. I'll, I'll uh, record a sample. I, oh, God, don't. Why? I'll use it as a You'll car You'll think alarm. of Monty Python and Holy Grail. And we ate the minstrels. Ugh. Nothing worse than kids doing stuff. Playing sports, instruments. Ugh. Ugh. And that's why nobody else goes. You have to remind yourself why recitals are all just parents and close family members. Neighbors don't show up and go, wow, that recital's got... You know how horrible it is 
and only parents can like it because that's the only people that attend. If these things were worth watching, people would be like, I can't wait to get over to this high school. These kids are doing a recital tonight. It's going to be amazing. They're terrible. And, and of course, there's always some families that bring flowers for the kids. Oh, after. yeah. And that's the pressure on you to give a gift at the end. You'll just take her out for a Frosty, which is smart. You bring flowers or something. And what they need is like, hey, look, as a group, you guys are horrible. You're working on it. You're young. Every every ounce of this is awesome. Bottle of sauce. Does she? Of course you will. And then she's got to go out to a friend of hers to, to pass along. Does she? Uh, is she aware that this is a nightmare for you, or does she think you're actually looking forward to it? Um, it's not a nightmare for Brady. Does is she aware that this night is the opposite of what you'd be doing if it like this recital has taken over? Your actual. I wants. try not to project that, but it isn't. Like, nobody wants to. Get uh, you know, it's not like uh, it's a disaster. It's terrible. I still kind of enjoy going there. Believe it, because it's terrible. I hate watching. I don't see her too often to be able to do this. What do you mean? You see it's her every day? Different. No, not uh, performing in front of. She's practicing in the room. Go watch there. You why you don't? Because it's awful. Up on the time, parents up on the stage. Yes, exactly. With all those other kids making that racket, you would if it was at your house, you'd ask them to shut up. What are you guys doing? Making all that play something or shut up? Not this crew, John. Yeah, it's bad, Brady. It's bad. You know it's bad, and that's okay. I, it's it's actually to, not Brady, that bad. Don't, don't do that. If it was, then I'd be like, wow, I should go to that. Do you think if, I should go, John? Let me answer my question. Do you think I should go? Yeah. If it's good, yeah. it's. Do you think I'd enjoy it's it? It's not that bad. <laughs> Here he goes. Pull it back. Reel her in, kid. It's actually just good. enough. Ugh, don't. You're lying to yourself and everybody around. Three songs, perfect. Because nobody I'll could tolerate it. Nobody could tolerate more than that. A good show is not three songs long. That's a, we got to get these in and out. 90 minutes. Yeah, this is 90 minutes to do three songs? No. Oh. Third class. I just wish parents were more honest. I mean, most of them, they email me honesty. And then when you have to say it out loud, you're like, no, it's wonderful. It's actually, they're actually really fun good. To, it is fun to see them up there. No, it's not. It's fun for the parent to see them up there. No that's one That's what else. I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, it's no good. Only a parent's ear can handle it. That's proof that it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. A parent looks at it and goes, this is great. Because there's your little angel, and you think of her in that little burrito wrap as a baby, and look at her now. Look how you're not far listening to the music. You're not listening to any of this. Yeah. And then, meanwhile, you're just you just get this horrible sound up on stage of <laughs> and normal people are like, what's happening? While parents are staring and reminiscing and not doing any listening. It's terrible. I've been part of it. I've been in it. I knew deep down this band is awful. The kids know. Unless you're a prodigy, and that's usually first some, chair. Something then you Kim. got something proud of. Mm. So you got no pride. If it's yeah, not, if it ain't first else chair. Not. What's yeah. the point? There's my kid. Then you shouldn't chair. go until she's first chair. So work a little harder. I'm proud of my girl for being a third chair. I could do that today. I've never even touched being up the bar. there. Man. That's good. Now tonight, do me a favor. Take off daddy glasses and listen to the music. Oof. How much pride's in that? Not a lot of pride there. John's right. These kids are horrible. Oof. That's why when your kid's not on stage, all you think about is leaving. This is terrible. Ours was the best one. Because you're blind. You love blind. Who wants to... Who's looking at it that way? Like, I want to leave. 
everybody. You're in Apache Junction. Yeah, yeah, you're you hanging to- out. Listen to a, I don't know what you're talking about. You go to AJ, you get a bunch of strangers squawking away on some horrible <laughs> instrument they played for an hour and a half. Yeah, and then that is a you, dream scenario. Your kids off of when? What are they done tuning up? This is the song. What? <laughs> Terrible. I feel for you so badly. But I got to hand Just it to give all me that parents. for forty-five minutes. It's better than what they're going to do. I guarantee. Look around when your daughter's up there, and look for the parents whose kids aren't on stage right now, and you'll see, like they're it's witnessing mostly grandparents. Yeah, but it looks like they're witnessing a murder. If you look at people who have no tie to the stage, they're looking around going, what is happening on stage? Why is everybody so excited about this murder that's going on? No way. Yes, Brady, think about the other grades when you had to. What's your big thing? I can see if I could just stay for her grade. It would be great. I got to sit through there the other kids. There is a time limit. You got to sit through the other kids squawking. They're terrible. Nobody likes to say it. I'll be the voice of reason. I'll be the one that brings it up. Your kids are bad at it. They're supposed to be bad at it. We know that. We're patient with them. Ugh. We're working on it. The recital shouldn't come until they're serious about it. 20, 22. That's when you could be serious. You get into the teenage prodigy years, maybe I got a special one. And they're not playing in any choir. Yeah, so they're on the travel yeah, they're on some. They're, they're running real stuff. I'd actually pay to see that. You wouldn't pay to see this. Anyway, enjoy your night, Mayor. Because I know what it's going to be. Save you a seat. You... Oh, yeah, I'll go out there. You'll hear the truth. Boo! <laughs> Boo! Hey, a first day of music class, you should teach them time. Time. What is that sound? Why? Boo! You gotta stop booing them. Why? They're awful. They need to. They need a dose of reality. They're just kids. Well, then they shouldn't be on stage. All right, I won't save you a seat. Yeah, don't save me a seat. I will boo a child. My friend Colin and I booed a dance group at halftime at the Suns once. We had front row seats. Great night. Please welcome to the the 7 and 12-year-old dance troupe from Miss Karen's Yogurt Shop. Look, well, how the hell did they score this gig? And these kids went out there. Not a one of them was good at dancing. And the rest, they were off time and everything else. I'm like, this is not worthy of the price Why of admission. Why put that out there? I spent over $400 for this ticket. This is not... Hey, boo! And you start booing the kids, and the people are like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "They shouldn't be out there. This is a this is a frisbee big dog. Yeah, frisbee dog. An accomplished act. Some lady who does a balance beam that guys are holding. That's what I was at last time. That was amazing. These Russians hold the balance beam and wow. walk around with us. Dude, the chicks doing flips, and they're moving around, walking. It's on their shoulders. I'm like, now that's something. Twelve year olds dancing. What am I supposed to do with that? The only good ones in six years are going to be on a pole. The rest of them are going to quit or make no money. Anyway, a little dose of reality. For you. How'd the booze go over? Huh? With the rest not of the good. crowd. Not good. Yeah. We were asked, why'd we do that? I mean, why did you guys do that? Because they're horrible. Didn't you see that? They were horrible dancers. Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, I'm not at a recital here. I'm at a thing I paid for, and they're presenting this as entertainment, and I'm saying, boo, you're not ready yet. You know, if you go to a, a restaurant and they're like, this is the first day the chef's ever, you know, he's been working on it and he serves you something crappy, you go back and go, what is this? It's like an eight-year-old. You man. go back into the kitchen, you open the door, boom! Yeah, you go, hey, what's going on? Well, our chefs are eight. Well, well I don't want that. Well, he's trying. Well, boo to the chef because why do you have an eight-year-old doing this? You haven't been to Crazy Eights yet? <laughs> no, I won't go to Crazy Eights. All our chefs <laughs> are in second grade. Like, this is going to be awful. We all know that. 
some reason, we give them a pass. Everything's a pie. When they're doodling on their instrument. Everything is a, uh, everything is an absolute pie. When will you come around to my way of thinking, Brady? When will reality hit you? In the Kirby's amazing. You know, I know what you're saying. You know, that I'm I right. understand that. You just can't say it out loud. I still, it's not as bad like oh, you describe it like, ah, oh, I'm just. God, I hate you right now. I don't really hate it. You can't. I mean. You would hate it if Kirby wasn't there. Do? Yeah. Then you then it, you know it's crap. No, uh, I don't know if I'd say I hate it. <laughs> if Kirby wasn't in it, this, like, would I, you go? Would I go if my daughter the was entertainment not in it? Value. No. no, of course not, because it's not worth your time. If it was a friend's daughter or son or you something? You wouldn't do maybe that. A little no, you'd come up with I've a done lot. It. You've gone to kids' recitals that aren't your kids for no reason. Yeah. When? Uh, I went to one of um, Eric and Lisa's. Deal when, what? When uh, Kaylin, Caitlin was uh, doing a dance thing. I saw one of her Awful. plays. Why? You know why um, I went back? I went back one time with because uh, Eric's kid was in that thing at Rhodes to yell at Mr. Bradley Craig, the teacher. Mr. Craig said, well, I'd like to get a piece of that guy as an adult. Another so I went neighbor, back to see him their, face to face. Uh, daughter was in a play. I went and saw that. Oh, you at just, a little theater. You need to work on saying no. Bye-bye, Birdie. Oh, like the that. Phoenix Youth Theater is the professional ones, and I would boo that, too. Nobody wants to see kids doing stuff. Kids are awful. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Been to a football game. That's different. <laughs> oh, Brady. Nobody wants to watch other kids doing stuff. It's creepy. I, I it's select my times. And John. a pedo. I watch, your, I watch your kids. Well, how are you affiliated? A nah. couple of flag football games. Uh, on your own. Uh, I, I took Kirby the last time. We yeah. went about four Fridays ago. To go watch other people's kids do stuff? Yeah, our neighbor, like uh, Laser's uh, kids. You're too involved. Played flag football. Went and check them out one Friday night under the lights, man. <laughs> Nothing worse than watching flag football, let alone having nobody tied to it. What's amazing oh. is the machine. When you're talking about that guy, they're like, how could he... Six hundred thousand dollars, you know the embezzle. No, oh, yeah. Embezzlement. You see the setups see over the here. Yeah, they got it. Anyway, enjoy your concert tonight. Enjoy lying to yourself all night long that you'd be there, even if Kirby wasn't. That's crazy lies, and I don't appreciate I, no, you treating I, me not, like this. No. I don't appreciate you just flat out lying to me like this. We're friends. You're ninety five percent correct. Ninety nine percent correct, and the one percent is lies. You were lying right to my face. It's my, my here. Here's it's my, not look, lying. Here's my Jones. wallet. Just take it. <laughs> hey, that's nice. That's a nice wallet. Colin King gave me that. Uh, it's nine thirteen. If you have a child's recital and you're trying to BS a real friend, well, I tell you what, we don't appreciate it. Not a one of us. Next year, I'm going to do twelve days of recitals. Oh man, have fun. And you know what? Day ten prediction <laughs> dead. Murder. Ten. Oh yeah, you'll get through ten. Me day two. You, day 10, there'll be a bullet blowing your brains all of Kennedy's side. 12 days of kids were Yeah, tour. Go to every school in the city. Just random children. Oh, murder. I I couldn't make it through the second one. Three stars. Oh, three stars out of a million. Enjoy your night. Thank you. Enjoy lying to yourself and your friends, most of all. Terrible. Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you enjoy your kids' green sleeves <laughs> recital tonight. It's going to sound a little something like this. Blood Army. I'd rather go to see that. Uh, we got the FanDuel bets coming up in just moments.
a tough one tonight. Steelers, Vikings, Steelers on the road. And I don't know what to do with this. I might skip that and jump to basketball. We'll find out what the bets are next and see where we stand. We only got one more week before our charity gets the donation of a dollar or something. We're all doing terrible. It's 98 KUPD. Oh, man, this gets better and better. This is my favorite part of the day so far. I like this. Before we get to the FanDuel pick of the week, uh, Adam Flesser hates me. Because children have given children of Brady, children have brightened his life so much that he's uh, one of those people. It's like you just don't understand that the the bright light that children bring and make you have a perspective that is angelic and beautiful, and you don't tear things down. As evidence from his letter that says, "Yo, John, you miserable dictator, manipulator, and drunk, go f yourself." How about building up kids, not tearing them down? F you, John. You don't have kids because God wouldn't give you a chance to destroy their life. He didn't spell any of those words right, but I'm not going to get into that. God didn't give you much uh, in the uh, spelling area. Filling them with jaded perspectives and perverted ideals about women. You don't respect women. You don't respect the decency. And you could never embrace the ideals of what family means. To fill someone with love and confidence and personal strength. You hear that, Brady? Talking about loving things. In the valley, standing ovation going on. I'm loving. (laughs) Talking about this guy being such an asshole. He doesn't understand what love is. And I do. God damn it. Says you obviously don't have any love. Just an effed up view of the world. Go F yourself. I'm just a listener. That thing you hate is called realism. Tiled is awesome. I don't know what that means. Child? Uh, Toledo maybe it means Toledo. Oh. Toledo is awesome. <laughs> Bread is just your monkey. Ooh. To you have call some, me a yeah. shape butt? Uh, come on now. You call me a shape butt? Whoa. Oh, you got on the wrong side of shape butt? It's like a knife to my heart. He's only there to have someone to agree with. You just tear Brady down when you get a chance. He's awesome, funny, he's a good person. FJCU, Au John. You such the life of everything. Man, it does sound like, you know what? You're the type of guy that I want to model my life after. You're right. You heard an opposing viewpoint, the truth, and the love of children and family made you write this Hallmark letter to me about how I don't get it. Well, you know what? I want to be more like you. So, you know what? F*** you, asshole. <laughs> I'm just like him now. Here's another one from him, too. Oh, he got a new one? No, this, is, this one's an older one, but uh, yeah. this, this came in as well. This one's earlier. This is his first round. Yeah. So, God damn it. If ducks are making noise with violas and... <laughs> you shut up. It's phenomenal. Yeah. This was the uh, OG one. Oh, I guess. this is a first. Yeah. You piece of. <laughs> this is the time for young people to build their confidence and pride. The encouragement is what kids need to boost them. When's that my job? It's not. Boost them to the next level so they don't turn into, into the Brandon Boyds and Labor Witherspoons of the world. F you. You're so negative. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, light of positivity, <laughs> the, the glorious beacon that brings us all to the shore. You're a lighthouse of positive. Just because you're so miserable and hate the world and yourself and everyone around you, Brady, you're an honorable man. <laughs> These are your people, Brady. <laughs> what are you doing for Christmas, yeah. man? <laughs> this guy was hanging out with you. I know, I love my family. Oh, I'm going to wake up and I'm giving my kids a goddamn hug. You lump of coal. You pile of, you piece of I love people. I love Toledo. I love people. I'm a people person. Mr. Potter. You're so miserable. You, you, gotta be, you gotta be like me. Or else. You piece of Can't you feel the love? You dumb mother Don't you love stuff? The way I do.
Surprised that it wasn't ended with. I hope you die of ass <laughs> cancer. Die of die of every kind of cancer there is, and learn how to love like me. Ah, f- you. <laughs> you know why? Because I I said that children's recitals suck. Ah! <laughs> oh God damn it! You heard pieces of wood snapping around the valley. <laughs> <laughs> If that becomes true, then I have to face reality and I can't do that crap! <laughs> I bet that guy does that like nine times a day. Well, this hamburger sure does suck. How do you say hamburgers suck? The love of a goddamn child! <laughs> I love when people write you letters screaming at the top of their lungs about how negative you are. <laughs> it's so negative! You just. Your slanted view of the world. You know what? Didn't go. Oh, you. <laughs> well, you're real convincing. I should probably change my ways. You need to learn to love, you yeah. piece of crap. <laughs> it's great. That's what the Bible says. You pieces of <laughs> need to love. God would never give you the chance to ruin their lives, there as in where they are, and not there as in possessive. <laughs> you need to love. God, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. You're such a. You suck the life out of everything. You're everything I never want to be. A loving, caring individual who loves everyone. Except you, you piece of Thanks for the time spent on the email. Odd, You've made my day, by the way. There's odd comma placement in what you said, Brady. <laughs> you need it? to love God. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. You need to love God. God damn it. Yeah, there's two ways to do that. We need to eat, Grandma. We need to eat, Grandma. Oh, he made my day. What was his name? Let's give Adam. him Adam. Adam. Adam, thank you Adam so much. Flesher, Flesser. Nothing better. Enjoy all the kids' man. recitals. And look, Adam, I'm I'm different than you where I, my hateful ass is like, hey, do whatever you want. I can have my opinion about how horrible kids' recitals are because, again, that's all you're going to hear. And my point being that if you love them so much, Go ahead and attend a bunch of eighth grade recitals that aren't your kids, because I bet you don't do that, do you? You're not supporting the other kids. Or as J. Todd Himes calls you, Aqualung, because that's all you would be if you went to other kids' <laughs> recitals. To Kids that aren't yours shouldn't be stared at by you unless you're half hard, and then you need to be in jail, because that's the only reason to go to other kids' recitals. John, take it easy on that listener. He's fasting on a hunger strike and sitting at the Capitol right that now. That could be. <laughs> Did that guy marry Toledo's ex-wife? What a perfect couple. They need to meet. <laughs> John, I have kids and I agree. Kids' recitals suck worse than cancer. Those pissed off people are a bunch of cucks. <laughs> <laughs> that guy hates you like you hate kids, John. That's deep. The fact. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I love uh, Murder Face Guy. Because you know he's making Murder Face. Gabriel, <laughs> his, how fast? his fingers got going so fast. The F word was FJCU. Close enough! I don't get Gabriel is emailed in and he says, and oh. now we have a new, and it sounds a little something like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And it's children's recital. <laughs> Now with her viola solo, welcome Kirby Bogan. I'm not very good at this, you guys. Sorry. It was free. Free for a reason. That was great, Kirby. Excellent job, honey. Excellent. Now can we go? Now you gotta sit through the other grades. Mother f***. It's the only time you'll hear Brady say it.
let's get right to it. I enjoy that. Thank you to Adam, the lunatic, teaching me how to love. I didn't know until Adam showed up in my You'll life. learn one he's, day. He's basically Christ. Did you I see think. his other one where he emailed in and he says, Brady, God bless you and Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you prove all my points. You make all my points right. You just don't get it, John. Oh, I just, I don't. I don't understand living my life like that. That's right. And if and, and what you say, if, if what you say uh, changes my hard and dark heart to like children's recitals, I'm going to kill myself anyway because it sounds awful. <laughs> no matter how you yell, no matter how much you scream, you still can't make those kids better at playing instruments. You just can't. They don't encouragement! I'm going to start yeah, an Adam Fletcher file because there's five gems from <laughs> this morning. Today? Yeah, you read one of them, you miserable dictator. Yeah, that was a good one. That one uh, All of it came after I bitched that Brady's yep, trying to tell me yep. that kids' recitals are good. Man, that's fun Did stuff. you get the one that starts, uh, John, you need to work on yourself? No. <laughs> you need to work on yourself. Kids are our future, and if you can't build them up, then you'll end up bitter and pessimistic just like you. Hey, F you. Remember the last person, God that, bless remember the last person that believed <laughs> the children were our future? Drown in a bathtub after a crack incident. I hope that happens to you. Listen <laughs> how negative I am. You've made my day. I believe the truth. <laughs> I'd go to that recital. Oh, I would go to Whitney Revival. I'd go. Stephanie emails in, John, my daughter had her first band concert oh, last night, heaven. and let me tell you, it was awful. Every parent The knows. teacher hadn't even taught them to play an actual oh. song, and it just made us all cringe. Too many soft kids not being able to take direction just made for a night I didn't even want to go to. She did, meh, but I am proud that she could <laughs> yeah, actually hey. hold her trombone up. It's parents. That's yeah. who it's for. But you try to convince other people. That's a people. big part what they miss. Try to people to convince people it's good. And let Brady just lied straight to my face because he has to do it or he'll kill himself thinking about going to this. You have to convince yourself these are worth your time. They're not. I'm sorry. The motivation. Oh, I love No matter what. Crazy Adam. The parent, which I understand what, why the guys snap because he, oh. he doesn't have kids. He doesn't. Right. You're going there. Your point Sounds is like exactly kid. right. You're yeah. going there for your kid. Yeah. No matter what they're doing, yeah. it's your kid up there. And you right. can. You and they're terrible, too. But yeah. you have to like it. You yeah. have to tell yourself. And it sounds to me. You'd like, you enjoy that. I mean, it's yeah. it's funny. If, if if she was even ghosting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, ghost playing like or whatever. Did. Hilarious. Here's the fun part. And here's how I know I'm right. And I always use this argument for everything. If you're so mad at me about what you believe, you're arguing that two plus two is four. And I'm saying it's five. And you're convinced I might have a point or you wouldn't be so mad. If you had great joy from your children, you'd be like, this guy doesn't get it. And you'd move on. But people who argue with you that vehemently about something they're so sure of and get that mad kind of have a hint of truth to what I must be saying. Otherwise, it wouldn't make you that angry. You know, Dr. Lin should set up after these recitals. So when the guys are coming <laughs> oh out, God, he can yeah. just, just cut it off make, right there. He, you know how much killing. business he'd have? And now I bring you a man who loves his children so much that it's made him this. It's just like the part when you, uh, I mean, the point when you would go over to a person's house and the kids are yelling oh, and go. you don't have kids, it's go. like piercing. It's, oh, man. Deafening. But when it's your kid, it's cute. It's weird. It's not that it's oh, cute. You guys it's don't the tolerate. The, the, the tolerance. Yeah, the tolerance that you, you have. Oh. But when you go to these, you know, recitals, 
I love it. It is something. There is something. He's so mad. Only reason is because your kid's involved. Yeah. And you come out of there, you're not. Oh, it's so funny. But if you come out of there, you're like, I hate this. Thing. Yeah, I, I, it's hilarious. You shouldn't have. <laughs> you shouldn't have. I shouldn't have him. I shouldn't have him. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't I have him because you. God wouldn't let me ruin their. Oh, life. that's I right. I was trying real hard, but that's God right. kept stepping in. Meanwhile, there's like infants dying all the time. I wonder what those kids did. <laughs> God bless you, Brady. Thanks. Thanks a lot, <laughs> yeah. God. Remember when God got involved? Like, it's not for everyone. <laughs> yeah, Brady. Brady, remember how that God that doesn't get involved finally said, "I got to step in and make sure his sperm doesn't work." Your God has no point. I'm going to make this guy nuts. Hey, Adam, what's your parenting advice for me? Hey, you know what the difference between... Uh, <laughs> hey, Adam, you know what the difference between your God and me is? Oh, it's going to make him crazy. You know what the difference is? Adam, Adam, I'm talking to you. The difference between... Adam, are you there? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what the difference between your God and me is? I'm sure it's going to be something really stupid. If I knew a kid was going to get raped, I'd stop it. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> the all-knowing. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I guess that makes me better than your God. Oh. I can't take that. I bet you, he just flies out of his nest with a big vulture. <laughs> Sorry, I am off. We're just going to do the bet today. We don't have to worry about football picks. That's fine. Today's bet. I am loving. I want to spend all day doing this. Just making that guy. Maybe you'll get a couple more. I want to drive home and just see that. Hey, there's that always body. tomorrow's squares. Yeah. <laughs> He's in. <laughs> <laughs> you see that dude as I'm driving under the overpass on Highland in the 51 going, what was that? And then on the news later, some lunatic just decided to drop. <laughs> that was it. That we was should it. put Toledo's X and Adam in the same square tomorrow. Oh, God, the loudest squares of all time. <laughs> Adam and Dawn. The problem is my ex loves you. <laughs> I, I think the world of her, too. She's just a little loud. <laughs> That's all. Oh, Christ, I love every second. Anyway, all right, the FanDuel Pick of the Week. Thank you, FanDuel, for sponsoring Adam's Love. <laughs> That's my new charity name, by the way. That John Jay's got Fanduel's that. He's got week. that love pup. I got Adam's Love. Hashtag Adam's Love. Because he's teaching me how to love you guys. And he's doing it right. You can uh, sponsor a foster child each week, John. <laughs> take all their instruments away. <laughs> You're not playing that. Knock it off. You're going to wreck my life. Ruin my life, kid. All right, uh, so the money, the money standings, you want those? Of course. All right. So I won my bet last week, a whole seventeen dollars. That puts me at ninety six dollars. Of course currently. you did. Uh, Brady's at seventy. John's at five. Or I'm sorry, minus five bucks. Brett, I'm under. You're at minus twenty three. Nice. Ooh, Brett's dying right. a slow one. All right, Brett, what's your FanDuel bet this uh, this right, week? Hang on, I'm pulling it up here. I got a good one. I'm going to lose because I am instant death to this. God gets in the way of my gambling too. Didn't you win last week? Or no, you didn't no, win last week. Yeah, close. Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Detroit. But well, I picked them straight up, right? Yeah. Money line. No, no, come, no, I, come I, back to me. I picked the. Uh, oh wait, Ravens, no, I got it. Didn't I? No, you did the. Because if I had Detroit FanDuel. straight across, I'd have won. They won the game. Detroit, not not the Lions. You had Detroit. Oh, the Pistons. Pistons. That's right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Brady, right. what's your bet? I have. Uh, I bet on the uh, Bengals, 49ers game, and it's a twenty plus twenty three hundred. It's a tie at half, and Bengals <laughs> oh, win man. the second half. You're done. You can't pick and score. Pick and score. I've learned. I've learned already since September. This is the second time I'm doing it. Pick and scores so are so. I'll tempting. give it two times. Yeah. I've done score picks, and I almost knocked one out last week because I accidentally did three with the Cowboys and Saints. It was but so I'm close. St- I'm still at that level where I'll, a little bit higher risk. Oh. So it's not an exact score. You j- they just have to be tied at halftime and win o- win out and right. win the second half. Uh, Brett, what do you got? Uh, I'm doing a same game parlay. Uh, Packers on the money, Packers on the total, Packers all the way across, and it kills Whoa. me to do that. But the Bears are awful. And that's Packers, plus two sixty five spread and and uh, total okay. under forty three under nice. under forty three. What do you got, Toledo? 
Uh, I'm taking Najee Harris and Justin Jefferson to have one each have one plus touchdowns tonight, plus three fifty. So I'd be at thirty five dollar. Okay. What's your bet? Plus what? Uh, plus two sixty five. I'm, I'm overdoing everything. That's how much the Packers own the. That oh, you yeah. make oh, just that, takes that, one to hit, John. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. One to hit, and I'm covered. Aaron That's called what... it last time he was in Chicago. Man, I own you, and, now and he does. Now they're in Green Bay. I know, and it kills over. me. I'm going with my boys tonight. Uh, Pat Fryermuth, Fire Fry. I love Pat Fire Fryermuth. He's a rookie. He catches everything. He's got a touchdown. Chase Claypool's going to get a touchdown, and Minnesota's defense or special teams will get a touchdown tonight's game. Uh, pays plus sixty six fifty two, so I'd win six hundred and sixty five dollars on a ten dollar bet. Uh, that's the ones I go with. <clears throat> Do not follow me. Take Adam's advice on this one. I'm wrong all the time about gambling. If it's not a slot machine, I don't win. Go big or go home when you're uh, in the, the doldrums. Some guy just sent a picture of me standing in front of the Berlin Wall. It says, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down the will of these children. <laughs> that's oh, it's Chad McDaniel. Nice job, Chad. Oh, for Christ's sake. God, it just, I was all motivated. I'm so happy. <laughs> He's kidding. That made me so happy. I, I thrive on. There's someone that agrees hey, with Adam. Of course. Oh, we got another one? No. Love this. I agree with the last writer. I don't care about kids whatsoever. John, you're a miserable prick without a single positive outlook on life. He thinks if you're contrary to him like Brady, you're automatically wrong and stupid. Yeah, if you heard him read. <laughs> oh, whoops, sorry. Maybe if John started working, That's on too a, far. working on a skill at a young age instead of jerking off, he wouldn't be stuck in radio. Oh, you should be so lucky to be stuck in my position. <laughs> You, you go down and march for $15 an hour. Braden. I'll be fine. John, here's a lesson I learned. That half the time at these recitals, I forget to watch my own kid, and me and my friends are quietly texting each other, pointing out the special ones and trying not to laugh out loud. Oh, it can be quite entertaining Christmas fun at these shows oh, every December. Sure. You can hate watch all day. It's funny. Oh. And anyway, thanks for listening to Adam and then Braden. Sorry I sucked the life out of everything. It's so negative. Enjoy those squares that come up with it. Entertainment drill, and I don't think it can be topped. It's coming up next. Those are FanDuel bets. Go get on that thing and win yourself some cash, especially you, Braden, so you're not stuck in a position like me. Also, don't forget, <laughs> FanDuel Fan Fest is Saturday. Oh, that's right. And you're going to go. And I'll right? be out there 2 to 4. 2 to 4 o'clock, and yeah. it's at Westworld. It's a big, like a super thing. The Suns are going. Yep. Uh, like Kurt Warner's going to be wandering around. Shazam! Yeah, you're going to be hanging out with uh, yeah. Zach Levi. Yeah. Kurt Warner will be there. Uh, Anquan Bolden will be there. It'll be a bunch of... Uh, and it's going to be hot in here with Nelly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Toledo's uh, one of the dancers. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually... You know what's great? Uh, to folks who bought Nelly tickets, even better. Nelly's been replaced by a children's choir, and I know how much we all love that. So it's going to be an even better show. <laughs> Strings. No, strings. They're gonna, yeah, we're going to have the violas go up there. Here, you can hear a little of it right here. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, no, they're terrible at that, too. Terrible at it. Can't play instruments. Oh, it's 9.52. The entertainment drill's coming up. It's 98. i got to give Braden credit because he just emailed back. He said, I knew that stuck in radio comment would piss John off. Tell him to lick my log cutter. That's funny. <laughs> I like that. And then he says, once I have 20 years under my belt in my industry, I'll be retired not waking up at 4 in the morning. Well, yeah, that's true. That's strong. And I wish that on you. I wish that that happens, my friend, because if that's a... Uh, if that's a, a curse that I could get rid of, I would absolutely do it. But, you know, can't do it. Tried. If I retired right now, I'd have to sell all my stuff and live, live like Braden does, you know, <laughs> a tiny little studio apartment. This guy again? Yeah. Is this a new one? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He likes Toledo a lot. <laughs> Jesus. 
Toledo, you kick ass, man. I feel uh, for you dealing with a rebellious youth. Oh, he's got trouble with his kids. I mean, yeah. this is all, all yeah. between the writing on the wall. This is, is, there's therapy. He's got all stuff kinds going on. Yeah. All you want is the best for them, and they just can't see the whole picture and how important the future is. I was a rebellious teen. I turned to drugs and away from God and family. Yeah, this is exactly the person mm-hmm. I want to hate me. You're, you're everything I never want to hang out with. Uh, I ended up homeless and hopeless. Since then, I've turned it all around. Mm-hmm. I got a great job, solid foundation, everything I could ever want in me. I hate to see any walk down, anyone walk down that path. Good luck. F you, John and Brett, monkey boy. <laughs> and stop playing so much. Shade. Stop playing so much effing Godsmack. <laughs> call me a shade. <laughs> <laughs> play some. Uh, oh, so what does it say? Allison changes Ripper. Play some. Uh, play some effing. He is legend. I'm done, but I'll still listen. Just with a huge filter. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. You're all welcome. You're all welcome. Even loony, druggy, <laughs> godless Adam. Don't do that! I'm godless! You're godless. Because God wouldn't teach you to treat me like that, would he? Ooh! Hypocrite. God bless you, Brady. God bless you, Brady, for never doing that to me. Adam of God, as I like to call him, <laughs> told me to f*** off like 11 times. That's not what God would want, Adam. <laughs> I'm not a God-fearing man, but I know what God hates. He told me so. You. That's not the love he was talking about. (laughs) And now I speak from the heavens. Adam, this is your God. You should probably tell Holmberg to go and (laughs) himself. I have spoken. (laughs) I get a kick out of this stuff. Anywho, I hope your God appreciates your work today, Adam. I don't believe in God, so when I say f*** you, it counts. Brady, f*** you. God, that was fun. Anyway, almost as much fun as I had yesterday. Reactdefense.com, tactical black, knife defense on the ground. Oh, Adam. I'm training for when Adam finally snaps (laughs) and tries to kill me in the name of the Lord. Ground and stab? Yeah. It was great. You lay on it like somebody gets on, like you get attacked and you hit the ground and the guy's trying to stab you. It was awesome. Bruise 360 defenses. And you learn it. And then I had a gun, like a, a laser sight thing. And you do the thing where you, we did the paintball thing into the target. It was so much fun. So you just get beat up. You try to defend yourself from a knife attack. Get the guy out of there. And then you shoot at a target with these paintballs. Oh, we had the best time. It was forever fun. The adrenaline, just shaking in the car, having the time of my life. And uh, you know what? And also... The knife defense thing, my stomach hurts so bad today because it's basically sit-ups. It's like you're trying to defend yourself from the ground on it and you're just crunching. It's the, it's the strongest ab workout I've ever done. Unbelievable fun. And uh, also, uh, again, while I'm doing it, you realize it's the Miyagi thing. You're, you're, you're learning life-saving techniques while you're learning the, the techniques. It's amazing stuff. And you can defend yourself from people who believe in God who will come f- you up. Because Adam's nuts. And you got to watch out for those people. What about Adam's nuts? He's, no, not Adam's nuts. Oh, Adam nuts. is nuts. Adam probably had his nuts removed for drugs 20 years ago. We'll give you one of my balls for uh, just some of that crack. I uh, love of a child. And the love of this crack cocaine. <laughs> anyway, uh, reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. You can check out their store, uh, tacticalblackvault.com, and grab those gift certificates. You get that month free when you get on that thing. A great stocking stuffer and an amazing gift for someone you care about, especially like EMTs, cops firefighters, even flight attendants, people who deal in an industry uh, with, uh, you got to deal with people like Adam, or you got to, you know, potentially have somebody lose their mind for no reason at all. And then when you're not laughing hysterically in their face, you might have to defend yourself. 
and they'll teach you how to do that. Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler, reactdefense.com. Brady Entertainment. The Forbes World's Most Powerful Women list oh, yeah. is out. And? and the theme of this year is because of their husband's money. What? Um, number one was Brady, Mackenzie Scott. I'm the one who doesn't respect women. Don't oh. you start, but you're right. Go ahead. Who's Mackenzie Scott? Jeff Bezos, ex-wife. Oh, she's a powerful woman. At least her lawyers were. Number five was Melinda French Gates. Another one. How do you Gates know? How wife. do you know when you lose a divorce? Uh, when there's billions involved, there, I don't think there is a lose. There isn't. Like yeah. you sit there and go, "I only got ten billion. I should have gotten thirty. It's like oh, you did all right. I think this is a pretty good chunk. You win. Number two was our vice president. Her husband's loaded. What does he, he get? His. Money? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Um, but Nancy Pelosi was number 15, Speaker of the House. She's done stuff. Oprah's 23. Still. Rihanna, 68. Oprah did two interviews last year. She's still in the top 25. She's still got her network, though, right? I don't know. I don't know. I, she I has, I don't know. She's got her magazine. She's got the book club still in Really? I think so. I don't know any of them. I don't know who reads them. But... Tay-Tay was 78. Taylor She's only Swift. 78? Tay-Tay's more influential than everybody you've mentioned. I would agree there. Queen Elizabeth II, 70. Slipping. Coming in at number 70. She used to be number one. But people don't respect a monarchy like they used to. Dear Casey, what happened to the queen? Celebrity couples of 2021 you didn't see coming? J-Lo and and, uh, Ben Affleck. Number one. Nobody would have guessed that, right? Mm -hmm. Number two. I do like the meme that's going around, though, that is Ben's whispering in J-Lo's ear (laughs) and said, you know, if we get engaged again... You'll have as many rings as Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> great. Number two, Chelsea Handler. Joe, Joe Coy. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Joe's in love. I know. Uh, Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian, number seven. Pete Davidson. Kim. And not on the list anywhere? They are not on the list. That's because unofficial. they can't. Yeah, it's unofficial. It's kind of officially unofficial. Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. That's Steve Harvey's daughter. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that one. Um, Millie Bobby Brown with Jake Bon Jovi. Didn't know that one. Me either. Is she old enough to be? How old is the young people? Bon Jovi? 52. <laughs> no, I don't know. He's oh, right. about right. <laughs> <laughs> it seems, it seems plausible. It seems really something I wouldn't question, actually. I, might, I believe that. Brett, you were uh, one of the concerns about the 007 franchise. Yes. Is rolling on. Who's the next James Bond? Yeah. Um, according to Barbara Broccoli, she says the next 007 Ooh. can be any race yeah. as long as he's British. Oh, well, that's probably true. It wouldn't yeah. work for MI6. Uh, David Morgan said, I was so with the, that Adam so guy. Woman Hold on, thing. listen. I was with that Adam guy until he said he loved that liberal cuck Toledo. F you and Toledo. You deserve <laughs> your rebellious kid, you jerks. <laughs> I, I do. I definitely do. It's payback for me as a kid. Oof. In an online master class, you might want to check this one out, John. Hillary Clinton reads the speech she would have given if she won in 2016. Uh, what? Includes Let tears. It Let it go. Let it go. That is that is. That you yes, lost Larry. for the right reasons. Totally frozen. But let me let read it because you spent so much time on oh it. Oh, my God. Jesus. That's, the, that's one of the saddest things I've ever heard. So master class, that's the one you have to pay for to, to listen to, yes. right? Yep. Oh, Isn't that like uh, like teams that lose the Super Bowl tell you what their parade would have looked like? 
That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. She's still that now. She the kept parade the speech. They showed the merchandise they designed. Oh my! Yeah, yeah. It's it's. You know who she should read it to? Africans, because they get all the losers stuff. Like the the say the people who lose the Super Bowl get all the T-shirts. We should send Hillary over to give her speech to the Africans of what would have been. That is the most pathetic <laughs> thing I've ever heard. And proof you're not presidential at all. It might have been Trump that won. But now everybody can look back and go, maybe we were right. She's Remember she said that she broke down crying when she found out she lost. She just couldn't contain herself. She's like, that's not what I want as a leader. When adversity hits her personally, she can't contain herself into just a blubbering mass of tears. And now, now six years later, she's bubbling away about her, her victory speech. Why don't you do the parade, too? Let's just inaugurate yourself in a play pretend uh, like on a stage at fireworks and this is what it would have looked like if I was inaugurated. They dig up Bob Dole and stick him up there, like, oh, that'd be great. <laughs> McCain's there. <laughs> he just does cardboard cutouts of what would have looked like. That's sad. Wow, but hilarious. I call it Adam. Sad and hilarious. Slash's latest song, "Fill My World," mm-hmm. featuring Miles Kennedy, uh, was written from the perspective of Miles Shih Tzu. God, I'm glad you said Tzu. <laughs> so the dog wrote that's it? That's a whole different perspective. He's he's writing it Uh-oh. out of the dog's Uh-oh. perspective. Uh-oh. They're on heroin again. Uh-oh. There's a South Park episode. The next one is the perspective of not the zoo part. Just yeah, Miles. Yeah, that's the, okay, stop it. That's, that's the next That's the point single. I was making. <laughs> You're so nervous about tonight's recital. You should take Adam with you. Yeah, yeah, Adam loves this stuff. That. Adam, you're going to have to put your pants back on. You're too happy to be here. <laughs> a little too much. Little Imagine boy. Adam shakes everybody outside the recital yeah. as they go in. Well, he shakes them to see if drugs fall out because he wants more. <laughs> I miss it so much. You need to get back on some drugs. You're a little you're a little uptight, Adam. Leave you suggested. Yeah. <laughs> God bless you, Brady. And I hope your friend dies in a barbed wire accident. That's what God would want. A brutal one. A brutal one, like slices up all his juggies and all that. I can't believe you just don't recognize the love pouring no, out of him. I hear it. Him. I hear it. It's pouring out of him, all right. Like, <laughs> like you know what? You know what it's pouring out of him like? Uh, when he was detoxing. His body's doing the exact same thing. Don't start with me. <laughs> God bless you, Adam. God bless Remember when Jesus wanted you to be a drug addict? That was fun, huh? <laughs> All part of the plan. All just part of the plan. <laughs> Anywho. I got to give that other guy credit. He came back with a couple jokes. Solid. Uh, it's 10-11. Let's get out of here. He just made us. That's the second weirdest Adam we have listening. Adam the Barber, congratulations. You've just gone up a notch. What if it's the same one? <laughs> oh, man. That'd be great. I don't think so. That no, Adam, that's that Adam's insane. Yeah, he's crazy. Uh, let's get out of here. Brady, that was not what God would want you to make fun of Adam like that with that voice. Come on, man. Uh, Larry's coming up next. He's special. He also doesn't believe in Jesus. <laughs> Adam's got to hate no, him. No, he too. does. No, he doesn't. No, nobody's adopted Larry. He's still available on the uh, 12 Days of Strays, which are on our website now. We're done. Tomorrow's Friday. We will uh, be all ready to go with that thing and uh, have you out of here. One week to go as the countdown to the end of the year is upon us. It's so close. Uh, Enjoy, Larry. We will see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Until later. Bye.